and welcome in to the mashup your number one source for sports gaming entertainment and everything in between i missed you guys i am back i am once again jacob patterson joined once again by my two friends colby price dylan roberts we are back at full strength what is going on after after a very long stretch it's been about a month maybe yeah it, yeah i think it was two weeks before spring break when all three of us were in here together yes yeah. for for a show mm-hmm. so it is it has been a while I, I did a solo show two weeks ago colby you did a uh, great job holding down the fort last uh, thank week you for that thank while you. we recovered from <laughs> sleep deprivation yes at uh at extra life but <clears throat> what a shock we're gonna jump right in with college basketball the first the first weekend was not overall all that exciting no that's well we've known that this year's college basketball has been a little top heavy it's been a little top heavy right. this year and and I said on Twitter we've had depending on your opinions of of 14 and 15 we've had about six really good tournaments in a row yeah and I De- mean depending on your opinions of 14 and 15 because 14 and 15 weren't as good as 13. And 16 through 18. Like, 16 and 17 and 18 were some of, like, the best tournaments ever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and even in this tournament where we're not getting, like, the higher seeds making the big runs or whatever, the... That's all that's setting up for is these lower, these um, farther rounds to be a bunch of really, really good teams playing yeah. basketball against each other, and we saw that last night. Obviously. Yeah, last so, night right. definitely. That was that was insane last night. So many good games. Virginia and Purdue going to overtime, and Virginia is building maybe one of the best redemption stories in college basketball. That's why I picked them to win it all. I did too. They have a chance now. <laughs> they definitely because. Have a chance. Because now uh, Auburn, at last check of the score, is currently beating Kentucky. They're up one, and Kentucky's getting a free throw. I got the stream up right here. Okay, so I, I believe. Give updates. So <laughs> so Auburn could very well beat Kentucky. I had them in my final four as well. I did not. I did not see this coming. I believed coming. in the see, Tigers. See, I had Wofford making a really deep run, and that and that came back to bite me. Rough shooting night for um. My Fl- man. Fletcher McGee. For Fletcher, yeah. If Fletcher had a good shooting night, they would have won that game. They almost beat Kentucky, and he went 0 for 15 from 3. Yeah. So. <laughs> the team's best player went 0 for 15 from 3, and they almost beat Kentucky. Like, they should have won that game. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what's – but I, I'm actually really enjoying this Virginia run. And the uh, and the tweet last night from, from UMBC, I don't – Oh, it was fantastic. It, no words. Just the just the Jay Gatsby yeah. gif yeah. of him raising the glass. And it's like <laughs> it's so perfect because everyone knew exactly what they meant by that. I don't – I think even Virginia fans like love that account just oh, because yeah. it's just – they're not like obnoxious about it. It's no, like we're the right. first 16 to beat a one and we're having fun with it. Yeah. And – and what's cool is they actually give props to the Harvard women's team because they were technically the first 16 to beat a one. That's fair. Yeah. Like, like Harvard women did it first. So they will like, they will occasionally give props to them. It's like, yeah, we weren't actually first. They were. But it's like, this is if this year was any indication, I don't think that's ever going to happen again, at least not in our lifetimes. Oh, no. That's, I mean, it's just not possible, really, for teams like that to compete for 40 minutes against teams no, with far more right. talent no that. that was that was literally a perfect storm scenario where 
Virginia was missing their best player. And UMBC played the perfect basketball game. Like, the perfect game to beat Virginia. Mm -hmm. Like, they had a perfect style, and they played the absolute perfect game to beat Virginia. There is, like, 999,999 times out of a million. Yeah. Virginia wins that game. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that that is one in a million. Like, that's not one in a hundred. That's one in a million. Absolutely. There's no way Virginia ever loses that game again. Or another, like, it'll be, if it ever happens again, it'll probably take another 50 years. Yeah, there's no Easy. doubt about that. But, I mean, and, like, because we even saw it in this tournament where the 16 seeds put up a fight for a little bit. But... And then as soon as the second half started, boom, it yeah. was over. Yeah. It was yeah. over you for them. You can't sustain like, that play for 40 minutes against a team with just that much more talent. And you. and Gardner-Webb was the same. Like, Gardner-Webb against UVA, it was the same thing. Like, Gardner-Webb came out shooting hot. Virginia got a little rattled. Like, oh, no, are we really going to do this again? And you could see it in their body language. Like, they were concerned. They were nervous it was going to happen again. Well, I feel Virginia, it all comes down to Kyle Guy. Yeah. And which we saw last night. They, they, If he didn't start hitting shots, they would not win that game. No. And um, so at, in the Final Four, it's going to come down to it as well. Kyle Guy, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah. But, like, in college basketball, the great equalizer is the three-pointer. Yeah. And because you just don't have people that can hit it like they do in the NBA. So when they are hitting it, it's a big deal. Yeah. Which but, is what we saw from Carson Edwards last night. But if we get if we get UVA versus Auburn in the final four, that's out, that's going to be, be nice. such a fun that game. That is what I picked. That's gonna be I have three in my final four team. live right now. The only one I'm missing is Florida State. Oh, wow. I really thought Florida State was going to do it. But yeah, I'm, Texas, at, I'm not upset with Texas Tech. They're great. I'm actually okay, too. Uh, or no. I'd have to I'd have to check again, but I think I'm okay, because my only Final Four team that's lost is UNC. Gotcha. Or no, I think I had I think I might have had Michigan too. Dang. Yeah, I mean I think uh, Michigan or Florida State was a really popular pick in that bracket. Yeah. Uh, no one really has that much faith in Gonzaga in the tournament. No. And I mean I'm not. They didn't like play bad. It's just. Did you see uh, Did you see Chris Long's tweet last night? Yes, I did. <laughs> fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on... Or fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me 14 times, you're Gonzaga. Exactly. And it's like that... I <laughs> I've, I feel that because I've... I actually never buy into the Gonzaga hype. I've never bought... No. I, they're, I'm not going to trust them to... I'm not going to pick them to win a championship until they win a championship. Yeah. They have to do that for me. Yeah, because they... They made the championship game in 2017. Yeah, and that was a that was not a great championship game. The 2017 tournament as a whole was pretty good, but the championship game was not that great. That's what. Well, that's the thing where um, sometimes having a more competitive beginning of your beginning first couple rounds makes for a less competitive ending to the yeah. tournament because you get these Cinderellas that just run into a brick wall after a while. Yeah. But where in this tournament, we didn't have as many. Gr- we had some good games, in the, and then we had a few 12-5 upsets and stuff like that. You but had three. Other, you, had, you had three 12-5s yeah. this year. And but and the only five to not beat by, get beat by a 12 is still playing. Yeah, exactly. And they only won by one point in the first round, too. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, but when you get games, when you get um, brackets that are pretty much like paint by numbers, the one twos, or maybe an occasional yeah. four or five, that gives you the sweet sixteens and the elite eights that, that are, are just, just so insane. competitive. Which last night was amazing. This game looks like it's going to come down to the wire. Yeah. The wire, and, and I, there's no doubt Duke Michigan State is going to come down to the wire. Oh, either. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'd love, I'd love to know what creature that the Duke Blue Devils made a deal with. Yeah. 
to keep winning games. Yeah. That's almost why I don't see them not winning the championship. It's like they're a team of destiny, and it's really annoying that Duke team is a team of destiny. But yeah. That's what it's looking like right now. And, right. and it's annoying because Zion is kind of making them likable. Oh, I. this is the only time ever I find myself like kind of rooting for Duke because I love Zion. I just love watching Zion play. Zion is so much fun to watch. He's like the, the antithesis of what Duke was yep. for so many years. Like, right. why Duke was so hateable? Because they had just, like, a bunch of perfectly passable white guys. Yeah. Like, perfect, perfectly serviceable white guys who played really well as a team. And they played border lo- on the, right on that fine line between gritty and dirty. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. Zion doesn't play like that at all. He's no. just a freak athlete. Grayson, that is so Grayson fun Allen was kind of the last holdover oh, of yeah. that era of Duke basketball, where it's just like really gritty white guys that kind of border on playing dirty. Yeah. And now, you know who's picked that up? Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, Wisconsin has co-opted that style now that Coach K has kind of embraced the one and done. Like that, And it's so annoying because Maryland leaves the ACC to get away from that, and they join the Big Ten. And instead of running into the buzzsaw that is the one and done North Carolina Triangle, yeah, they right. now have to deal with Duke 2.0 in the Wisconsin Badgers. But with that being said, Duke, uh, Wisconsin's never not really a team. Like, skill, they're not on the skill level no. that Duke ever was. And they're not on the coaching level either. No, no, absolutely not. Not since Bo Ryan retired. No. Like, but, and I'm, I'm just surprised by what Auburn has done in this tournament. Like, never would have thought of them as a basketball school in a million no. years. Well, if you remember a couple months ago when we picked our, like, way too early Final Four, I picked Auburn. And that was strictly because they were like, I think they were like 16th in the nation at that point. And, and my other three were like, though it was like Virginia, Duke, and Tennessee or something like that. It was like, like chalky and as I was, all get yeah, out. And I was like, well, I need one that isn't, and no one's really going to have Auburn, so I'm going to pick Auburn. And then after I made that selection, I started watching their games. And more and more, I thought I was like... I think I laughed at you for that pick. You did. And right now they are six minutes away with a four-point lead of doing it, too. Yeah, and I'm wow. I'm very much pulling for them. Without, because, oh yeah. without arguably their best player, one-off, if not their best players. Yeah, oh, I, for, I was totally forgot about that. Yeah, they the crowd went crazy because they just wheeled him into the arena oh. to start the second half. He's watching the game on the oh, bench. Wow. So. Oh, it's over now. That's, yeah. it's, it's, if, he's, yeah. if he's in the building, it's over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They went After they after they showed him on the Jumbotron, Auburn went on a 12-4 run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's yeah, over. Give, being, yeah. give Auburn that game. Give Auburn yeah. that game. I mean, it, if they had him, I would legitimately, like, I still think they have a chance to win it all because every team alive right now is talented enough to win it all. Oh, yeah. But with that, I would almost, like, make I, them my pick if he was still there just you, because of how hot they are. They'd have to play UVA, though. You think they could beat UVA with them? UVA has not they have played close games every game in this that's tournament they are true. not running away with anything that's very they true sh- honestly they should have lost last night but it, yeah. that game that game was so good i didn't really care who won that was i just such loved, a good i wanted them to go to night. six overtimes i didn't really care <laughs> it was so good that was that was that was one of the best games of this season that was like, one of those like it's all it's cliche to say um you hate that one team has to lose or whatever but that that I, was you that really was, felt that with right. this because both teams wanted it so hard and if you want to talk about dumb takes uh Mike Francesa essentially called <laughs> essentially called Matt Painter a bad coach. No, absolutely. He's, he's awful. <laughs> it's like, what are you smoking? Every one of his takes is just a joke at this what point. What are you smoking right. if Matt Painter, of all people, is a bad coach to you? No, yeah. Like, what is... He was like... 
acting like it was an awful game last night on his Twitter feed. He was like, both teams were trying to lose. That's you. You must have been watching a different game. Both. Yeah. Well, like, all what I saw was two teams that wanted to win so bad. It's like, well, one, a an old school New Yorker like Francesa should not do anything. Be anywhere near college basketball. Yeah, everyone was. Um, his last like four games he's picked, he was just 100 percent wrong. Like he's like <laughs> he's like you could mark it right now. He is Purdue's beating Virginia. He yeah. is literally one of the worst. Just, like he's he's almost reached Skip Bayless level. Just do yeah, the opposite well, of whatever he says. Yeah, exactly. If you go with the opposite of what he says, you're going to be right. It just um, there's an account that posts like. Um, highlights from his shows and all the prank callers that he gets back after this. It is just so funny. Oh, it's I need to actually follow that account because it's just. So I think this one's called. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Back after. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> funny the people that call that show and troll him. And he, cause in half the time he doesn't get it. No, he right. thinks they're being serious. Yeah. And he, oh my, oh, it's so good. It's so good making fun of him because it's yeah. just same with same with Skip Bayless. Like you can take. You can find Skip Bayless clips from different episodes of shows he's been on and edit them together and make it look like he's arguing with himself. Yeah, which people have done because he's um, he's flavor of the month where one game someone plays like this, he claims they're the best, and then they play bad. One game he's like, oh, they're the worst. I never liked them. Yeah. So you can, you can yeah. literally cut clips of Skip Bayless together to make it look like he's arguing with himself. But, like, this is... I was I was worried that this tournament wasn't going to be that great coming through, which everyone said this year was going to be very chalk because even even in even through Thursday of this week, like first night of the Sweet Sixteen, you had you had a couple blowouts on Thursday night, uh, and then Friday you had all really good games. Yesterday you had two really good games. Tonight I think you're going to get two really good games tonight as well. Yep, yeah, this one is. Two points with three minutes left, so that's yeah. essentially one good game already. And, and there's no way Duke-Michigan State is not going to be a good game. Yeah, and right. then the final four on Saturday, whatever those matchups turn out yeah, to be. Yeah, like, like I said, the beginning of the tournament didn't have all the flash that it normally does, yeah. but it set up an amazing end to the tournament, which I'll take that. UVA yeah. versus either of these teams mm -hmm. is going to be a good game, and then... Duke Michigan State would get uh, winner, Texas Tech. Winner of and, Duke Michigan State gets Texas and Tech. I, and honestly, oh, I don't see Texas Texas Tech. I think they're going to the championship. The way their defense is playing right yeah, now, yeah, Texas Tech could easily beat either of those teams. Culver had a bad game yesterday shooting the ball, and they won. They still won. Yeah, so. that's oh man, this is going to be a fun Final Four on that's, Saturday. That's, oh yeah, yeah it's like, going to be really fun. No matter how these matchups shake out, I I hope it's Auburn against UVA. Yep, I do too. Because I don't want to see Coach Cal's face. In in the final four, and it's, and I hate to say it, I kind of hope it's Duke. I'm rooting for Duke in this game. I hate Mich for some reason now that we're um, that now went after Maryland moved to the Big Ten, and um, I just remember that shot when um, oh, against oh. Maryland a it, while back in 2010 Gra after Gravis Vasquez hit a game what looked like a game winner. Yeah, and oh, I've hated Michigan State to that day and um i feel like especially with this zion rj barrett group at duke i hate them more than duke right now so. yeah i i can see that i can see that yeah I, and i like i always used to hate coach k which don't like but after um like everything he said in, in that ucf post game press yeah. conference like i've never heard a coach go out straight up and say we deserve to lose that game yeah they, they deserve to win that game i would he essentially was like i wish they won he said that to the yeah. UCF, and like he was everybody essentially after that game because yeah. that was such a good game. That was a very good game, and they they were 
uh, at the watch party at Vines, they were cutting back and forth yeah. between that yeah. and the uh, the Liberty game. Because and I mean, at Liberty almost had that shot too. I mean, Liberty yeah. played really. They after just the coldest shooting second half you can well, imagine. <laughs> well, yeah. what I noticed was they expended so much energy in the second half against Mississippi State on Friday night. Yeah. That, and then they played another really tough first half against Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, and then they weren't, come come the second half of that game, they were just out of energy. Yeah, they weren't really like work. They they shot. I think it was um. They shot terrible. Thirty eight threes or something like that in that game. It was insane yeah, the amount sh- of threes they shot because and it just came down to the fact that they were like you said they were exhausted. They were ice because they were and, exhausted and ice cold. Yeah, they weren't really working to get good shots. They were just dribbling down and taking a three. Yeah, and and Scotty James did not play very no, well. No, Scotty. I mean, I, I know Scotty is going to come back next year in a, oh. like avenge because he didn't have a great tournament. He's not. He wouldn't lie and tell you he had a great tournament. He played pretty bad, but in um, he helped us get there. Yeah, no, I, we we're not there without him. And then he's coming back next year along with we only lose Lavelle we, essentially, and you you lose Gums. Yeah, who was a a decent good op- bench piece. Yeah, good bench piece, but you still have Holmesley, Scotty. Georgie, Mayo, Georgie, Elijah, Elijah Cuffey, McGee, yeah. Darius, <laughs> Darius McThree, yeah, yeah. like so, you, and you then still a have, couple good recruits too. So yeah. it's gonna be. I mean, it, they're gonna be back next year. Is, is Kyle Road coming next year, or is he coming I in? I think it's this next year. Is he coming in twenty twenty? I think it's I'm, next year. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah. I'm, either way, they're gonna know, be back next year. Because I know the other guy, uh, Isaiah. I'm I'm blanking on his last name. I don't know his last name. Either. Isaiah, I think it's Whitfield. That sounds close th- to it. I yeah. think it's I think it's Isaiah Whitfield. He's coming in 2020. Yeah. Well, either way, they're going to be back. People, don't be shocked when Liberty's in the tournament again yeah, next I'm year. I'm checking the uh, I'm checking the 24/7. Yeah, he is class of 2019. So he will. So Kyle Road will be here next year. Okay. And he is a he is a three star recruit. Which that's for Liberty. That's really good. That's the highest recruit in Liberty history. Right. It, well, he'll be the highest recruit currently playing at Liberty next year because Whitfield's just a tiny bit higher than him. But he's 2020, so he'll yeah. be coming in in two years. So, and one of the other things that I noticed about Liberty is the rest of the because Lipscomb's going to drop off. Yeah, they're graduating a couple of their stars. They're graduating all of their stars. Like yeah. Marbury's gone, Matthews is gone, and the third guy whose name I keep blanking on, and I just haven't bothered to look up because he's about to graduate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're all gone next year, and they don't have anyone to replace them. Yeah, it's and uh, it's Liberty's conference to lose next year, one hundred. Oh, hands down, because UNF will be good eventually. They're just not going to be good next year. Same with Jacksonville. Like Jacksonville and UNF will be good in a couple years, but next year, like the the A Sun belongs to the Liberty Flames next year. Like, yeah, absolutely. If they don't win the A Sun tournament, it'll be a disappointment. Yeah, and right. the thing is with Coach McKay as the coach, I don't see that happening. No, he's too good of a coach oh, yeah. to let something like that happen. He's so. and. And it's it's well established. It, it's a pretty well established rumor that as soon as it's available, Lipscomb's coach Lipscomb's coach wants the Belmont job. Oh, like it's, so they're going to be well, losing their coach as well. It's so. very well established that like, and Belmont's coach is pretty close to retiring. So once that Belmont job is open, he's taking it, and he's he's going to leave Lipscomb high and dry, <laughs> basically. Well, that's going to suck for them. And it, but it's well, who cares the. They were they were our original A Sun rival. Like, yep, it didn't take, it didn't take long for Liberty to get a rival. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's a real rivalry, not just like oh yeah, we hate Coastal now. Yeah, exactly. Like it actually formed out of three. 
It formed out of a beatdown at Vines. Then a great game and a fantastic game. And then two of the best games Liberty has ever played. Yeah. Yeah. And and immediate. It's like, okay, we hate each other now. Let's yep. go. And, <laughs> yeah, and that's always good for college basketball. And so. I, I love that uh I love that now all the other spring sports like uh men's tennis beat Lipscomb yesterday. Uh softball got the season got the series win against Lipscomb last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like everyone's just been trolling them. It's like, oh, we can beat you in literally everything. <laughs> and it it's been so much I mean... it's it's been so much fun to watch. It's just like, oh yeah, we own Lipscomb and everything now. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I did feel bad because I felt like they were a team that did deserve to make an at-large. They were a really good basketball team. Yeah, they're they're in the semifinals of the NIT. No, they're no, fine. I agree, but listen, I mean, I'd rather make the tournament than do than be in the semifinals of the NIT. So listen, yeah, but then good. they would have lost. They, they were, were good, but Liberty was better. No, li- no, don't get me wrong. I think Liberty <laughs> was better, but I still think they were a team that Could've, they played so well. They did. Des- I mean, they're showing yeah. in the NIT. They deserved a chance to yeah. try to upset somebody in the tournament, which. Could- it's, I agree. Having I, two real having a chance at an at large is only good for the A Sun. Yeah. Having two teams that good for a conference like the A Sun, that's only good. Yeah, so. I mean, that's not gonna hold up right. next year, but No, I don't think so either. I think I think in a couple of years that second team will probably be either JU or UNF. But yeah, probably. Next year, like the A Sun is definitively a one bid league next year. Mm-hmm. And I think that one bid that one bid goes to Liberty. And I think I think next year they do make the sweet sixteen. I do too because I think they're going to be better next year. Because they're going to have, because I think Kyle Kyle Roeder will actually start. He'll probably just take Lavelle's spot. Yeah. So you have Georgie, Kyle Roeder, Caleb Holmes. And you have all your starters with just another year of experience with tournament experience. Elijah Cuffey and Scotty James. Like that's your starting five next year. And that sounds absolutely terrifying to anyone (laughs) in the A Sun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that I'm graduating. That I don't get to Same. that, that yeah. I don't get to see this team in person Same. as oh, much I mean, next year. I mean, I'll, I'll be streaming drive it. back here. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm so. gonna, I'll, I'll be streaming. I'm, I'll make road trips down whenever <laughs> I get the chance. If they're ever playing near me, wherever I end up living, I'm going. Yeah, yeah I mean, if they're and then if they're in the tournament and it's near me. I'll oh, go. if they're in the tournament, I'm there. If they're in the mm-hmm. tournament anywhere within like six hours of me, I'm there. Oh yeah, I'll drive. Easy. Yeah. It but just sucked that this year they were in San Jose. They were in San Jose, yeah. and if they made the Sweet 16, they would have been in D.C. But it, tickets would have been like $800 because it's Zion's bracket. Yeah, get to get in the door, yeah. it was like 320 bucks. Yeah, they um, it was like double the price of all the other brackets, too, of all yeah. the other regions, just because it's Zion. Just because it's Zion. Oh, that, but it would have been so close. And then and then if you're in the building, sure, they, would, they probably would have lost to Duke. But if you're in the building... The when thing the, is... I think they could have given Duke a good game. I yeah. honestly do oh, think they could have given too. Duke a good I game. I absolutely After think that. Virginia, we had a chance. We were up a half against Virginia Tech and just had a really – It all it was was just an awful shooting second half that made yeah, us lose right. to them by single digits. And then Virginia Tech was an easy layup or dunk away from sending that to overtime. Yeah, so. Hill should have dunked on that. If Hill yeah. dunked on that, that game he, goes to overtime and Virginia Tech probably wins. He didn't know how much time he had, which yeah. I don't understand considering – The clock was right there. And then we, they had a timeout to talk about how much time you had. But. And they added a they added a full half second back. Yeah, he just rushed it. He That's all he did. And I feel bad bad for Ahmad Hill because he's a fifth year senior yeah and he was one of the he was the last holdover from before Buzz Williams took over so he remembers when they were god awful I mean and he played well too it's just yeah that that was such a good play call 
executed yeah. it to perfection. Just missed the missed just, the jam. Just mi- missed the shot. Like that was the perfect out of bounds. It was li- late last second play. It goal. got them perfectly. Yeah. Duke I, I think a little bit might have also been he was probably he might have been I think he was a little scared as Zion the yeah, blocking I, that shot honestly that's so why too. he rushed it yeah which that doesn't you can't state enough how yeah. scary Zion is down there yeah but I was I was hoping for one thing to happen in that game and it didn't what was that Zion Williamson to duck on Kerry Blackshear repeatedly like yeah. after after the Liberty Virginia Tech game I absolutely hate Kerry Blackshear we just couldn't box him out it's like I despise Kerry Blackshear now like with a burning passion yep and. Before before we take a quick break, I want to hit this really quick because I was tired when this happened, so I couldn't unleash the full fury. But I'm going to do it now, a week later. <laughs> okay. If you are coming to the watch party at Vine Center for Liberty versus Virginia Tech, Don't a, wait. a school that is 97 miles from Lynchburg, less than 100 miles, it takes about... An hour and 20 minutes to get there. If you're in traffic, if you have good traffic, you can get there in less than an hour if you're flying down 460. Yeah. But do not come to Vines wearing a Virginia Tech shirt and openly cheer for Virginia Tech the entire game. Yeah, Yeah, I saw a couple people doing that. Don't watch Scotty get fouled and say he flopped and complain about it. I know a couple people that were on that go here that were Virginia Tech fans that still wanted Virginia Tech to win. Why? I why why and why? But, but I mean, but they they didn't. They didn't go they to the watch party. To the I, watch I don't party. understand that. But if you do do that, so do watch from your house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like th- this girl was sitting behind me, and thank God I was tired because I would have embarrassed myself just ripping into this girl for. <laughs> Openly cheering for Virginia Tech the entire time. She had a Liberty hat on. She was she was rocking. Why'd you go to the watch party if you're gonna root for the other team? And like I, I made sure like because normally I don't like standing up in front of people who aren't standing up mm-hmm. at Vines because I I don't like being a jerk and blocking people's view. I think people should stand up. That's that's also part of this. Uh, where the heck were all of you during the regular season? That wasn't my main thing, was that there were more people there than there was ever at a real game. Yeah. And it was just to watch it on TV. Yeah, that Vines better look like that next year. Yeah, I don't understand why those people can't go watch a real basketball game like, <laughs> in front of their eyes. It's free. Yeah, exactly. The games are free to get in. Like the games are free. Go. Yeah, that was my biggest thing. Was <laughs> and they're gonna be and they're still gonna be really good next year. Where are you, basketball fans, during the actual regular yeah, I mean, season? Yeah, and I, I will openly say I'm not necessarily a big basketball fan, but, but I, it's I didn't, your I didn't school go. in the NCAA. I know, but yeah, it's kind of like it's your school in the NCAA. Go. Yeah, I, that's that's all. And I guess that's why. But I still watched it in my room. I didn't and, watch it at And Einstein. don't mm-hmm. don't come to the watch party and cheer for Virginia Tech. Uh, yeah. Just, shout shout out to Coach Schellenberger because he said something really awesome. Oh, was, he did have a good tweet. He said, uh, "See, this is why you don't wear Virginia Tech gear on campus because we're competing them for recruits, exposure, and literally everything else." Um. Yeah. Auburn has the ball with nine seconds left, chance to win it, tie game. Oh, geez. Okay, so we will. We oh, will, but they didn't call timeout. Here's the shot. We will hold out. Wait. He missed it. Overtime. Overtime, Overtime. is coming okay. for the Auburn Kentucky game. Uh, all right, make your picks. I'm <laughs> Auburn. 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 Yeah. Hey. That is that is not that is picking with my head and my heart. Let's war go, Tigers. Eagle, baby. Yeah, war. Dang eagle. <laughs> I won't say the real thing. The Liberty term. The the Liberty. 
delivery saying war dang eagle but before we go to break uh, i want to hit this really quick because there wasn't much nfl news but i did want to hit this rob gronkowski is retiring it happened Uh. three minutes after he went off air last week yeah i literally my one friend left and like i was still finishing up everything in here and i texted him i was like are you kidding me? Like that happens three minutes later. Yeah, yeah. I've had uh, I, I've, I've had stuff like that happen where uh, a couple weeks ago, right after the show ended, uh, Comcast announces an esports partnership with Korean giant SK Telecom, Ooh. and it was like it was like forty minutes after the show ended. I'm like, like I got back to my apartment, checked Twitter, and I see that it's just like, oh come on, really? Could have yeah, done exactly. this during the show. Yeah, <laughs> but like that. That and I didn't even get a chance to react to it on the show, and now it's old news. But so th- th- there's another there's another angle to this, uh, Colby. I think you know where this is going. Do you think I've it's going to happen? I've been saying this for since uh, he was at Mania two years ago. Do you think it's going to happen? Yes, hundred percent. I said I told my friend yesterday. I think he will be signed within the next, uh, at, or at least make an appearance within the next three months. See, I think he shows up raw after Mania. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be. I, he might show up at Mania. He may enter the Battle Royal. There's still two spots open. Oh, if he <laughs> enters the Battle Royal and then wins the, that's thing. what I'm saying. If he the, could God, be, if or the, he ends up being partners with Mojo or something or, like that. No, because the the Royal's already full, the Royal already has its one big storyline is is Braun Strowman versus the SNL guys. Yeah, and oh, I, yeah. I, I, I want. I could just picture him getting eliminated stupidly buy them or something like that and then Gronk just beats him. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that be Gronk be beating the two That's SNL the thing. guys. I but... never I never really hated Gronk as a Patriot just because of how stupid his personality is that yeah. it's just like he acts like he's a 12-year-old that yeah, I never, makes millions yeah. of dollars playing football. I never wanted to hate the guy, but he played for the Patriots and now Sick. that he's retired, I don't have to hate him oh, anymore, and, and I'm so happy. Great. He'd be the perfect WWE superstar. Oh, yeah. He'd 100%. Be, he should ne- and he's a guy who should never turn heel ever. No. Just, right. yes, 100% he, just have your normal. Because if you just have your personality, usually WWE superstars always says their character is, their personality turned to 11. Yeah. He is. He already seems like he's turned to right. 11. Yes. So you just act like yourself, and you're a oh, WWE you know, superstar. You know what would be an amazing feud? What would that be? Gronk versus Conor McGregor. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like he did retire. Yeah. From the UFC. Gronk Gronk versus Conor McGregor, where McGregor's the heel. That's the thing. I don't know who. I I, I don't know who. WWE would probably not let McGregor lose that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, those two should be as far away from each other as possible. Yeah. (laughs) But that's going to do it for this section of the mashup. We're going to take a quick break, and we come back. Uh, League of Legends playoff time is here. Uh, suspicious Ooh. timing, putting it right near March Madness. But you know, that's there. Some of them are in Europe, so they don't really care about college basketball. But we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back right after this here on the mashup. Up. We just finished up with college basketball and talked a little bit about Rob Gronkowski retiring and uh, his potential future in the WWE. We'll get to more WWE later in the show, don't worry. Uh, but for now, we are talking some League of Legends. LCS playoffs are underway. I believe L- LEC playoffs over in Europe just started last weekend. They did, yes. They, it looks like the only two games that happened were... 
I know Fnatic played. Fnatic beat Vitality 3-0, Spice beat SK 3-1. Okay, I was so wrong about Fnatic. I oh, was yeah. so incredibly wrong about Fnatic this year. Like, they they were one of the worst teams in Europe to start the season outside of Rogue, because Rogue was just hot garbage. And they went on such a run to come back and be Fnatic again. Yeah. And I was so happy, because... I didn't want Europe to just be dominated by G2. I mean, G2 is a super team. Yeah, don't get me wrong. G2 is amazing. Because last year, the two best teams in Europe were G2 and Fnatic. And one of the best players from Fnatic joins G2 and makes them even better. Yeah. Because they totally needed that. I mean, one good thing about that is I think a super team G2 can kind of... Has a run at Worlds. Has a run at Worlds. Has a run at MSI. Right, because I feel like they're gonna win LEC Spring, and and get that MSI spot for for Europe, and I think uh, I think they they may go deep run at MSI. Like I would not be I wouldn't be surprised if uh, I'm not sure who's gonna win LCS. It's it's gonna come down to Liquid and Cloud Nine. I'm almost sure. Right, they had a um, it was funny. I watched the this or that with. With League of Legends, or uh, uh, that's uh, that's Kobe's thing, right? Or is Kobe that... and Captain Flowers now, yeah. Kobe, Kobe is such a homer. I love it. Like, well, I I was watching it, and I can't remember which order it is. It was in, but it was like a three-way tie. So, Liquid, TSM, and Cloud Nine. One of them has beaten the other one, which has beaten the other one for all three. <laughs> so. It's going to be between those three teams. I think we, oh, we all easy. know that. It's going to be between those three teams, but easy, I think it's going to be Liquid easy. or Cloud9. Uh, yeah, I think I think, uh, I think think Liquid does better in spring. Cloud9 does better in summer. Yeah, Cloud9. <laughs> I, think, I think Cloud9 makes a better run in the summer split this year, uh, and, they, and they go in really hot into Worlds because they got a taste of it last year, and I know they right. want more. I think Cloud9 had was still trying a little bit to figure out things. Plus they had to work with Niski instead of Jensen this time. Yeah. Niski is showing up very well. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He's been playing out of his mind, but I think, Speaking uh, of cloud nine. Oh yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> you, you told me about this before the show and I just started laughing that they threw, they threw their entire Academy team out there, all five positions against clutch, clutch gaming. Yep. But I mean, clutch is not very good this year. Cloud9 had already locked up second. So let the Academy boys get some run on the LCS stage. A few of them did have it last year, like Golden Glue. Golden Glue got some time at Worlds last year, so that's that's even right. a bigger deal. Um, the, it, so, they looked pretty good. Again, once once again on this or that, they talked about would Cloud9, how would Cloud9 Academy do in LCS, like actual LCS stage? They would probably finish... Out, They'd probably do pretty good. I would, I would probably put them right around the middle of the table between yeah. like fourth and sixth. With, with how some of the teams are looking this year in yeah. the NA LCS, yeah, or LCS is called now. Yeah, because they dropped the NA. Right. Uh, they, I, I could, I could see them anywhere between fourth and sixth. They wouldn't crack the top three. I don't. But they would still get a playoff spot in the spring split. Yeah. They would still be a playoff team, but that'd be kind of funny. That they go back to like the days of uh, LCK where everybody had two teams. Oh no. And it was just like just like SKT, Samsung and uh KT Rolster. We're just like those are your playoff teams. It's just the right. A and B teams of SKT, Samsung and uh, and KT. 
it, oh yeah, they they weren't even KT Rolster yet. They were just KT arrows and KT bullets. Yeah, like it, it would it would go back to that if you could put the academy teams in LCS. It wouldn't surprise me if some of these lower tier teams like Hundred Thieves or Clutch Gaming tried to pick up a bunch of the members of the Cloud9 Academy oh, team. Oh, yeah. The real question will be, will Cloud9 Academy let them take them? No. No, Cloud9 wouldn't let those guys no. walk. They, they might trade them, but it's like, oh, man. Trade Golden Glue for Bang. Ooh, that actually... So you get Golden Glue... <laughs> okay, trade Golden Glue for Bang, and Bang is now an Academy player. Uh... <laughs> well, no. Oh, wait, Bang Bang's ADC, so he wouldn't be... They wouldn't trade for him. They got sneaky. Yeah. Uh, they, uh... They would, I mean, who is it in, what is it? Is it Perks or Caps? I forget. Who? Well, he's in, he's in. I forget who, one of the guys, one of the big guys changed to. Perks and Caps are both on G2. They, oh my gosh, that's right. That's why they're a super team, because yeah. they had Caps already, and then they picked up Perks from Fnatic. They picked up one of the mid laners from a, one of the teams, I think it might have been, was it TS? It might have been TSM. Picked up a mid laner from one of from the one of the EU teams that oh, was geez. looking really good. Well, TSM has, I mean, they have Bjergsen, but they, yeah. they've had him forever at this point, right? Um, but that, yeah, I I question uh, Riot's decision to put the the uh, the North American and European playoffs during March Madness. Yeah, that seems l- l- kind of like not you, smart. Like you couldn't wait. You had. You have one more. You have two more weeks. You only have to wait two more weeks, and then you avoid the the second half of March Madness. You also avoid WrestleMania. Speaking of March Madness, Kyle has just asked for an update since he's driving in his car. Okay. All right. Auburn, sixty-eight, sixty-three, minute twenty left, five point Ooh. lead with the ball with a minute twenty. Okay, let, let's go, Auburn. Uh, Kyle, you're welcome. <laughs> 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 anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I question that decision by Riot in every conceivable in every yeah. conceivable fashion that that you because I mean a lot of your fans probably are not college basketball fans, but there's probably a large portion right. of your fan base that is, and there's also probably a large portion of your fan base that are college students. Yes, <laughs> that yeah. might have teams in this tournament. Yes, so. yes, especially considering the teams who are left. I'm sure they have. At least a few gamers, considering the teams who are still left alive. Right. UVA, Duke. I mean, yeah, as of right now, Duke is still alive. There's definitely a lot of gamers on that game. Oh, down. I'm sure there's a bunch of gamers at Duke. There's probably a lot of gamers at UVA. Uh, I know Tennessee's out, but oddly enough, they have a lot of gamers. Yeah. So. Volan was, was, was this weekend. and That's right. Shout out to the Liberty Esports team making a making a good run at Volan. And well, the Overwatch team did the Rainbow Six team. Actually, I think is still in it. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Rainbow Six was really good this year. They lost their first game three to seven. They won the second one seven to three. I don't know anything else past that though. Because Siege is weird like that. Yes. <laughs> Siege is very weird like that. But yeah, I think this year I think MSI will be very interesting. Oh be- yeah. Because we have. Last year proved that Korea is not the dominant region anymore. Woo! Finally. Not not the like they're still <laughs> one of the best, but they're not the pure dominant juggernaut they were because they didn't win MSI and they didn't even make They didn't make semifinals. They didn't even make semis at Their worlds. last team was their third place team. No wait, they did have KT. That's right. They had two teams in quarterfinals and, and they both lost. One of them lost the to NA. Yeah. The other one lost to 
I think what was it the did, event was it IG or I think RNG? they lost to IG. Yeah, it was IG because RNG lost to the EU team, I believe. Yeah, IG, IG beat IG beat KT and Afrika got three out by Cloud Nine. Yeah, actually, they both got three out. Right, they both got three out. But last year, MSI went to LPL because RNG won. Right, and Worlds went to LPL because IG won. So it's still Asia. The West needs to pick up some of the weight. Right. Because the West has not won Worlds since season one. <laughs> yes, when, you know, Korea wasn't in there. When Korea didn't even have a server. Yeah. So, when it was literally just NA versus EU. Yeah, I mean, that's... And, yeah. that. So yeah. I'm hoping... I'm kind of hoping for, like, a guarantee where you get, like, a... a uh, Oh, this would be fun. Liquid versus G2 at finals for MSI. That would be nice. Um, Liquid, no so you have a guaranteed Western team winning a major tournament. One of the two, because right. there's only two, because you have MSI and you have you have Worlds and that's it. Uh, it's not like not like other... All-Stars. Well, you have All-Stars, <laughs> but All-Stars is literally just EUNA anyway. I mean, yeah, kind of. Because it's because it's uh, it was called LCS All Stars before when they were both LCS, right? So it, I mean All Stars and All Stars isn't All Stars. Is, All Stars All Stars is a joke. I mean All Stars is an All Star game in every sense. Like it is, <laughs> it is just for fun for the best players yeah. to to screw around and have a good time. Let's put two people on the same keyboard. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> have uh, have. Uh, who who was it who uh, did double Zaya cosplay with uh, with Sneaky last oh, year? Oh, it was um, it was his, oh crap, it was the support. I think it was, it was with the SK support, wasn't it? I think it was. No. I think it, it was a Korean guy. I know. Yeah, that I know that it wasn't. Was it Bang? I think it might have been. I think it might have been Bang. Yeah, it might have been. And they they couldn't agree who was going to dress as Zaya, so they both <laughs> dressed as Zaya. No, Bang did come as Rakan. Sneaky did eventually agree to, agree to <laughs> <Change>. Zaya, but. <laughs> Change, change to uh did one of them play Rakan? They played Zaya and Rakan. Bang played support. <laughs> oh, one of the most cliched ADC support pairings in oh, the yeah. league. Says the guy who likes running Ezreal Lux. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just as cliched, just not as canon. Right. Uh just based on Ezreal's voice lines. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they're great though. It, I think I think those are some great voice lines though. Right. Those are those are so much fun. But yeah, I'm. Let, let's let's do this now. Make your uh, make your picks for MSI. Oh gosh, I don't even know what teams have a chance. Um, that's the I'm thing. gonna say G two and Cloud Nine. Honestly, okay. I, I think Niski can beat Jensen now that they've played them once. Yeah, I think I think Fnatic's gonna make a run in LEC. I think Pl- they are going to make a run. I think Fnatic will make it to finals. I think I think Fnatic's just way too hot right now, and I think. They're gonna beat G two, it like it's gonna it's gonna go to five. But they're gonna oh, yeah. they're gonna beat G two, three two in LEC Spring Finals and take that European MSI spot. And then it's like you got the hot hand. They're gonna run straight to an easy win at MSI over over TL. I will agree if Fnatic actually does end up beating G2, I think they'll take the win at MSI. Yeah, oh, but yeah, Fnatic, if, if Fnatic takes the win at MSI, good lord. I, I don't think Fnatic can beat G2 right now. It'll be it'll be tough to tell. I mean, they did 3-0 Vitality, which is a good 
kind of good feet. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Now I'm laughing. I'm just, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just checking my phone, and I have so many notifications from Kyle, from Kyle, both text <laughs> and on Twitter. Yes, <laughs> yes. He's interested in this game. <laughs> He's uh, <laughs> he he tweet and he tweeted both the show's Twitter account and my actual Twitter and my Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm the only one who has access to the show's Twitter account. So, yeah, so, so there is one thing I wanted to point out with the uh, with the LCS playoffs right now. Golden Guardians lost to FlyQuest, which was, I guess, was kind of expected. Yeah, Golden Guardians aren't very good. Although it was a three-two, so apparently FlyQuest isn't that good either. Yeah, well, no, like it, what you know, has we talked about March Madness being top-heavy? LCS is top-heavy. What has surprised me is Echo Fox is one and one with TSM right now. All right, hashtag Fox win. Let's go, boys. So, if, yeah. If they win that, I'm going to have to buy a jersey. Although the second win was TSM up like 16-3 last time I checked. So. Oh, God. Yeah, that was okay. That was a little bit one-sided. But if, if they actually pull that out, I'm, I'm buying an Echo Fox yeah. jersey. And, Colby, do we have a score update? We do. Auburn is at the line right now. It is 74. I'm sorry, 73-68 to 68 with Jarrett. Um, with Jared Harper shooting another one, he's t- uh, for some context. He's taken this game over. This will be after if he makes this, he would have ten in overtime, and the only Jeez. other bucket he assisted on an alley oop. <laughs> so he's he took this game. The yeah. sequence that just happened right there, they were trying to foul him, and he dribbled around for a good ten seconds, avoiding fouls. How much time wow. left on the clock? Twenty four seconds. They are up by six. Oh, it looks, let's it looks go. like this looks good. It looks like Auburn may be going to the Final Four. Nah, 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 I'll let you nah. know when it's official, but All right. either way, Jared Harper took this game over. And yeah. Bye-bye, Kentucky. <laughs> As I just said that, Kentucky just hit a three. Oh, of course oh, they did. <laughs> that is well, 16, to, 16 to go. Let, Kentucky got uh, it down to three. Let, let's, oh, uh, what a tough shot that was. All right, let, let's, take this uh, one, let's, let's take this one out to break. So, yeah. Right. Because uh, uh, when we go to break, this game will end. So we'll, yes. we'll just ride this one out. Uh, just give us... Just give us updates as stuff happens. Yes, right. absolutely. But we'll 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 uh, transition back to college basketball on this one just to kind of talk this game out. But Jared Harper putting the team on his back, and, and for Kentucky, PJ Washington is twenty five, and he just oh hit that three gosh. right there. Oh. So it's Brown and Harper for Auburn both have twenty four. Jeez. So. This, this is this one's coming down to yeah, the wire. Yeah, it just went to a commercial break, but um, it's seventy four seventy one with sixteen seconds left. Oh my gosh! Just hold the ball for as long and as you can, Auburn. Make your free throws. Make your free throws. They've oh. already missed the front end of a one and one once in this stretch, so they could this, be more. But this is what you practice free throws for. Yeah, and we've seen a lot of bad free throw shooting in this tournament, which is just it's wild been, to it's me. Been, it's been gross. Liberty uh, literally won their first game at the free throw oh, line. Yeah. So oh, yeah. So that was good to see. Without a yeah, doubt. Because miss, miss free throws is my biggest pet peeve in basketball. Oh, yeah, because I, if... Uh, if it wasn't my coach, my old coach would be very disappointed in me. Yeah, yeah. Because his his thing was always, it was always, uh, if if we had a game where we weren't shooting that great from the free throw line, he'd be like, "All right, seven a.m. free throw practice tomorrow." That's I mean, Ooh, every out. every high school coach is like, it's like. We're get on the line and we're running until you make a free throw or, or make this amount of free throws or something like or that. Or for us, it was. Uh, End of practice. Yeah. Every, oh, every, already end, exhausted. End of practice. Everybody shoots two. Mm-hmm. However many the entire team misses. Oh, gosh. That that many wind sprints. 
Gross. Yeah, we did my, it where... My legs are hurting just reminiscing about this. The <laughs> my, last time I had to do this was six years ago. My legs hurt just reminiscing about yeah, it. The yeah, way, the way we did it was um, if everybody shot two and if it was under, I think, 70%, we had to do like ten suicides, Ooh, oh my and gosh. our team wasn't. I was the best free throw shooter at eighty percent, so our team wasn't very good at shooting free throws. Oh man, Thankful, we ran a lot of suicides. Thankfully, <laughs> we were. Uh, I'll never forget this. It, it was the uh, the biggest the biggest free throw I've ever shot. Uh, it was uh, if if we didn't if we didn't shoot fifty percent, we'd had to double up our first set of misses, and we shot exactly fifty percent, so we only had to run ten mm-hmm. instead of running thirty two. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It well. Was, Auburn has just missed their first free throw. Good job, guys. He made the second one. It is a okay. four-point game. Okay, so they're in the double bonus. That's yes. good. that's good. He's dry. Yes. He's he's Kentucky Dude. just missed a shot. Got blocked. What a ooh. Ooh. Don't, oh, he went down hard. And Don't. Auburn's ball. They're probably going to review this and he an went Auburn down player. Hard. Oh no, Jared Harper just got hurt. Oh, that's yeah, he, that's not good. They, if, Let me see this again. How Let's... unlucky does a team have to be if they end up making it to the Final Four and two of their best players are done? <sighs> their, their two that's best players be... are both Let's... out of commission. Oh, he got he went down very hard. Yeah, without a doubt. Hopefully, it's just like a bruise or something. It wasn't a leg, like it wasn't like an ACL or anything uh, like but, that. I, but I think where did he, he hit, land? It looked like it might have been his hip. Okay, right. so that's not a. He huge... didn't hit his head. He's standing now. Yeah, he went standing, down quite hard. So if he if he didn't hit good. his head or grab his knee, that's no always he a... he hit his hit pretty hard. Yeah, so, but, yeah. so it's definitely not, hit. It's probably just a stinger. And he's yeah. shooting the free throw, so let's see how healthy he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it, this it's, is gonna be. It, it's interesting that we have just stopped dead in the middle of this show to kind of big game. <laughs> right, that's very true. <laughs> yes. It's a very big game. Nine for nine from the free throw today, and. Let's make that 10 for 10. Six there the first one? Five-point game? He is clutch. Jared Harper, man. Willing his team to the final four. Props Nine to you. seconds left. Props to you, Most Mr. Harper. Most of America loves you, Jared Harper. <laughs> yeah, for just for sticking it That's, to... I also want to point out, I love Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh. That interview he gave after uh, um, Okike got hurt yeah. was... Or, uh, you could just tell he... He loves his team, and he, oh, it yeah. sucks or that he his, made both free throws. By the way, okay, good. His his interview with Scott Van Pelt that was yeah. incredible. Where I he mean, said, Scott's very good at interviews. Yeah. So he and he said uh, he said he told everyone to bet the over. Oh yeah, he did. He, he literally told everyone to bet the over in the game against That's UNC. It. Ball game. Ball game. That is the Auburn Tigers it. seventy-seven to seventy-one. They are going to the final. Four. All right. And if Duke wins tonight, I will have three or four. And to you, Kentucky, <laughs> I say good riddance. Goodbye. No one likes you. <laughs> Except my roommate. <laughs> well, he's just wrong. <laughs> uh, Big win, Auburn. Way to go. There we go. Thank you. Thank you, Auburn. Uh, after <laughs> after Kentucky won the, the game against Houston, I literally tweeted uh, at, on the Mashups Twitter, at Auburn MBB, help us at Auburn MBB. You're our only hope. And they must have saw that because they, have, they performed right. today. They have they have pulled it off. So we are going to now that that is over. We are going to take a <laughs> quick break. When we come back, we are talking some baseball. We'll be right back right after this here on the mashup. Welcome back into the mashup. If you're just joining us once again, congratulations to the Auburn Tigers. Uh, we all love you. Thank you for ridding us. 
of the wildcat menace to college basketball. Absolutely. Uh, you you have my support, Auburn Tigers. War oh, Eagle. That that's gonna be such a good game against UVA. It is. That's I'm gonna ready be. So, oh, I'm so hyped for Saturday now. That's gonna be such a good game. Anyway, baseball is back. Baseball yes. is finally back. Not. Not that it means all that much to us Orioles hey, fans, but hey, we're up three nothing right now. About to be two and one, baby. <laughs> the Yankees are about to lose a series oh. to the 2019 Baltimore <laughs> Orioles. Oh, we we talked about Mike Francesa terrible takes at the top of the show. That looks like another one. Uh, worst lineup I've ever seen. Embarrassment to the once proud organization at Orioles. Oh man, I love it. Oh, I I am. They're winning. Oh, did you see? Have you ever seen the? Uh, it's one of the guys from Barstool, uh, RDT. Yes, he's the uh, he's the resident Orioles fan at Barstool. Yes, he has a GIF called the Yankee Spanky GIF. I've seen it. Yeah, where it's it's uh, Big E and I believe Dean Ambrose. Yes, doing the New Day rocks spanks with the Orioles logo photoshopped over Big E's head and the Yankees logo photoshopped over the face of Dean Ambrose, <laughs> and it, it's just so perfect. It is it is the perfect gif. And oh <laughs> uh, that that celebration video yesterday, the uh in the locker room at Yankee Stadium. Yes. Oh that that's what was... I'm gonna say. This team is gonna be bad. Nobody that's not gonna shock anybody, but they're gonna be fun. They're gonna lose like they're gonna lose at least a hundred games this year. I mean, I'd go as far to say as hundred and fifteen games. Like they're gonna be very bad. Yeah. When they when someone when their opening lineup got posted, I am a pretty big Orioles fan. There were four people in the lineup that I looked at and I was like, I really don't know who you are. Yeah, like every time I see the Orioles lineup, I just go, okay, Cedric Mullins, I know you. <laughs> Trey Mancini, got it. Trey uh, Mancini, Joey Rickard, uh, everybody else. Oh, Chris Davis, darn. Uh, <laughs> oh, Chris Davis is in the lineup, great. Well, he didn't oh, play yesterday. And they want to know. I think he's playing today, though. Uh, he did not play yesterday. I don't know about today. I have to look. I they have to sat him on. versus a lefty, yeah, which is probably a good decision. Yeah, do not put him up against lefty. Never. I mean, he's, oh, he struck out three times against the Rady, so what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel Whoa. so bad for Chris Davis. I don't know just, what happened. I don't either. He was so good. He was so good. But, oh, it like when, when games like this happen, when the Orioles actually do take a series against the Yankees yeah. or just win a game, like – I am going to be such a jerk on Twitter. <laughs> like yesterday, I don't know if you saw the the tweet thread where I just, just found the gifs, gifs of people laughing. Yeah, a uh, friend <laughs> friend of the show, Matt Fortunato, was not was not too much of a fan of that. He, is he a Yankee fan? Yes, he, uh, he is. He is from New York. If you lose to the 2019 Orioles, you deserve it. You deserve. Oh, I even replied to him. I said, uh, if the Orioles. Oh, I know the Orioles are going to be bad this year. So I'm going to enjoy it when they win, and any team that loses to this team should and will be openly mocked in similar fashion, <laughs> especially, quote, powerhouse teams. Yeah. And uh, he replied with a gif from Drake and Josh of, whoa, just take it easy, man. <laughs> e- excellent oh. reply, Matt. Um, but, yeah, baseball is finally back. Uh, we, we've had baseball weather here in Lynchburg the past couple of days, and it's been great. Been great weather. Uh, I got I got very sunburned at the spring game yesterday though, and that was that was not pleasant. That that was uh, that was not a fun time. 
Because it, it was kind of, it was partially cloudy yesterday, so I got the really weird sunburn where it's only in certain spots. Yeah. Like, it's only right above my knees. Like, it's gotcha. not my entire leg. It's, like, right where my shorts cut off yeah, is where it, I got burned. They picked a really good day for a spring game. Oh, they picked such a good day for a spring game. But, so, here's the thing. We are we are masters of the way-too-early predictions. Yes. We are, we are masters of the way-too-early predictions here at the mashup. And we're going to do it again. Um... So division by division, plus the two wild cards for each league. Goodness sakes! Uh, and and give me a reason why for for each pick. <sighs> Man, uh, start with. Uh, we'll we'll work. Can uh, we go AL first? Because I'm more versed in the American League. Yeah, we'll go we'll go west to east, AL NL. So AL West, AL Central, AL East, NL West, NL Central, NL East. Or actually, we can go in reverse for the NL. Because East Coast guys like us will probably know the NL East a little bit better just because yeah. we're in their area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, are we gonna start AL East? AL West. AL West. We're we're working we're working east for AL, we're working west for NL. Okay. My pick for the American League West is the Houston Astros. Yeah, that's I don't, that's, that's I mean, I have to give a reason just be I think it's really it, as much as I think they're the best team in that, they're clearly the best team in that league. Yeah, they have a good starting pitching rotation. They have guys that have been there before. They've won a ring. They are. Um, they have a veteran group of guys that. I mean, um, they're one and three right now, but that that when, when that doesn't mean anything. I think I mean, they're clearly going to win that. Division. The, the Orioles are the Orioles are looking at two and zero. Oh. So two like, and one, two lost and, that opening yeah, day, opening the, day. Like the Orioles are looking at two and zero, oh, so record this early in the season does not actually matter. Mm-hmm. I, I know some people out there will be panicking, but Astros fans don't. I think a team that could surprise and make a run for that division is the Mariners. I could see they've that. they've played very well so far this year. I could definitely see um, that. But yeah, my pick right now would be the Houston Astros. Yeah, I'd have to go with the Astros in that division too, because that that division is just kind of terrible. Um, yeah, I mean the A's last year were went on a really lucky run. Yeah, the I An- can see, I, Angels aren't great. They have Mike Trout and, and Otani, but and that's about it. Yeah, I, I could see the A's maybe squeaking into the second wild card in the AL. Once again, I don't see that. I feel like last year might have been a little bit of like a fluke. A little bit, yeah. And then I mean, and then you have the yeah, you have the Angels, the Mariners, and then the Rangers are just bad. The Rangers are are absolutely terrible. Uh, the Angels are not very good. They they locked up Mike Trout though. Good for them. They they locked Don't up. Don't let Mike. him get to Philly as everyone all the Philly fans thought was going to happen. Oh, that I thought that would have been. Oh, if 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 Mike Trout went to Philly, that would have been amazing. That would have mm. been so funny. That would have been just so funny because everyone would have hated them and it would have made Philly fans even funnier or worse. <laughs> See, I think they're funny, but that's I, just me. That is just you. <laughs> uh, okay, so any. I think the A's might be able to squeak a wild card spot. Maybe the Mariners. Too. My pick in there for I will pick a wild card for in there, and a- I think any, I'll go Mariners. You think? Yeah, I think if anyone's getting it, it's either going to be the a very lucky A's team or the Mariners. Yep. Uh, how about the How about the Central? The the Indians. Once again, the Indians to me. I, th- I feel like the those two divisions are pretty clear cut to me. If yeah. he's going to win it, unless something drastic happens, the Twins are going to be the Twins aren't going to be bad. Yeah, Twins are going to fight. They might be one of those people that could get a wild card, but yeah. I think I would the say, Indians are going to win that division. I would say coming out of this division, uh, you're going to get you're going to get Cleveland win the thing. Uh, the Twins will still, like you said, the Twins will still be good. Uh, I could see the Twins getting probably. F- 
I, I've because I honestly, I honestly don't think the Yankees are actually going to be all that good this year. That's fair, and I mean the Twins are going to get. I, um, I, I think the Twins might actually get the first wild card spot. They're, they're going to get a lot of games against the Tigers, who are almost as bad as the Orioles. Yeah. The Royals, who are almost as bad as the Orioles, and then the White Sox, who aren't very good either. Yeah. They're going to get a lot of good, a lot of games against those I, bad teams. They so. get they get fifty four games against those three teams. Yeah. So, so I mean, I could also see them twenty twenty seven of them at home. Yeah, but I, I don't want to go out and say that. Um, I don't want to give away my two wild card spots without getting to the East because you say you don't think the Yankees are going to be good. I just don't see them not at least making the playoffs. Yeah, I, yeah, but we'll we'll do that. We'll move on to the East. Um, I have the Red Sox. East is an easy pick. It's going to the Red Sox. Yeah, I mean, they have the star power. They have the pitching. They have the everything. They don't live and die by the yeah. home run. Their bullpen's a little rough, but their, their bullpen's shaky. Their, but I mean, if you can score ten runs and give up two before the bullpen gets in there, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, if you're up eight in the seventh inning yeah. when your bullpen comes in, because most of your starters most days are probably getting into the seventh inning. Yeah, I mean they have a pretty de- good rotation. They have Chris Sale, obviously. Yeah. So uh, I think they win it, and then. Um, I'll go wild card Yankees on that one. So okay. my AO wild card picture would be no particular order: the Astros, the Indians, the Red Sox, and then Yankees. And for me, it's really between the Mariners and the Twins. I think I'm gonna go Mariners for now, okay. just from what I've seen. It's only, like you said they've they've played a couple more games than everyone else because they played in Japan that one series. Yeah, but they've looked pretty good so far. Yeah, played at the Tokyo Dome. And um, I don't want to. Another team I want to talk about is. The Rays, I think the Rays are going to be a lot better than people give credit oh, yeah. for. At the end of the year last year, they really came on. And if they weren't in the AL East, if they were in any other division, they could have had a chance to fight for yeah. a division spot. But it, they were in the AL East, so it doesn't really matter. The, where the best team in the league resided. And we're 200-win teams. The AL East is very top-heavy. Like, the, <sighs> yeah. the top of the AL East is so good, and that's why it's – a. That's why the Orioles are going to have the most losses because they have to play those teams so many times. They have to play. They have to play the Red Sox and the Yankees thirty-six times. Yeah, I mean the Blue Jays are going to have it rough this year too. But I'm going to enjoy that because I. Hate oh the yeah, Blue Jays. I do too. I don't have anything against the Rays. I think they're going to be very good. They're going to fight for a wild card spot. So the, all those teams fighting for those wild card spots. Yeah, my um, my across the board breakdown for the AL is obviously Astros out west, uh, Indians in the Central. Red Sox in the East, and then your wild card, you have four teams fighting for it. I think I think the Yankees will get it. I think the Rays will be in there. And I think the Twins and the Mariners. Yep, those are the same four I would have. And I think I think I'm gonna go a step further. I think you have to get a one sixty three. Okay. To decide maybe the second wild card spot. I can definitely see I that. Th- it's gonna be very competitive. I think I think the I think the Mariners and the Yankees will have to play game 163 to like twins get twins kind of get the top wild card spot uh rays are just barely out of it and then mariners and yankees have to play game 163 for the second wild card yeah that that's that's my al no pick. i could see that and um, because like the yankees um they have a lineup but yeah it's their starting pitching they, they have l- a really good bullpen they have a really good bullpen but their starting pitching is not great and they 
they're a little overly reliant on the home run. Yeah, they're going to have some really low batting averages. They're going to lead the league in home runs again, probably. Yeah, and that just does not work in the playoffs at all. We've seen that as Orioles fans. So Yeah, 2012. Yeah. 2012 and 2014 and 2016. Yep. And, yeah. That was the Orioles for a while, and it gets you, it gets you kind of far, but it doesn't win you. It doesn't, doesn't win, win you the big one. doesn't win you playoff games, and neither does leaving Zach Britton in the bullpen. Hmm. Open wounds. Yeah. I need to open that one. Uh, well, I did it to myself, too, just by saying it. <laughs> but now to the NL, and we're going to start in the East and work our way west. Uh, okay. The NL East, um, I think this division is going to be hot garbage this year. I do, too. Uh, I think this division is going to come down to two teams. I do, too. Uh, and it's probably the same two teams. Or your your second team might differ. I think it's going to be the Phillies and the Braves. Nope, same two teams. Same two teams. Yeah, uh, the Nats might slip in there. I just maybe. don't see it with the Nationals, honestly. But they they have a tendency to choke. A I lot. Um, the Marlins are going to be bad. The Marlins might even be worse than the Orioles. I don't even know. Yeah, the Marlins are going to be terrible because uh, Derek Jeter and the rest of those owners just don't have enough money to run a major league yeah. baseball operation like at least the angelos family has enough money to run a major league baseball team they just don't have any good players yeah. right now i don't think um the mets are going to be awful like i think that other than the marlins i think the other four teams are pretty close to each other in skill honestly they're just not gonna it's be just all... none of them are they have four okay teams yeah they have four okay teams and the phillies so, uh, you, so you have the Phillies winning it all. I have the Phillies winning, winning this division. This, I have the Braves. I have the I have the Phillies. Just this is another one that's probably going to come down to like the last week of the season. Yeah, my main thing that I want to say about this division is I don't think they get a wild card. They have, I think, the winner of this division is the only one that's going to make the you playoffs. You think they're going to cannibalize each other? Uh, it's yeah, they're gonna. None of them are either going to be good enough to stick out enough to separate themselves the, from the everybody. Thing is, the thing is, in interleague this year, the NL East gets the AL Central. That's fair. So they get to beat up on a really terrible division. Because, like, I just think in interleague play, I think the only one who stands a chance against the Phillies and the Braves would be the the uh, the Twins and the Indians. I just it's just I just think that with in the NL West where you have the Dodgers and Rockies, I think one of them gets a wild card spot. Yeah, and then in that Central that. Division is just amazing. One of those teams is going to have to get a wild card. That's why yeah. I say an East team is going to fall short. I, I think, think you would have to win that division, or you're not going to make the playoffs. Because they're they're just going to the the three mediocre teams in the Mets, the Braves, and the uh, the Nationals are just going to cannibalize each other. Yeah, but I I think the Braves win that honestly. I do because well, I, I mean the Phillies have the Phillies they don't have the pitching that the Braves have. They do not have the pitching that the they Braves have, have now. They have a great lineup. Fine, but. Uh, I think Bryce Harper is overrated. We've talked about this before. Yes. He hit a bomb yesterday. Yeah, he hit it like 470 feet. That was well, a he's, rocket. He's like one for seven. Like yeah. it's, he That's what he's going to do. He's going to strike out a few times. He's going to bat at the highest 250. Yeah. And he's going to hit some far home runs. He's going to hit some moonshots, and that's going to be about it. That's not worth $330 million over 13 years. And no. I don't think, I also don't think that gets you into, that wins you that division. I think the, the Braves. Played really well last year. They didn't really lose anybody. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to win that division. And they, I, I will give you this. They have a way better farm than the Phillies. Yeah. So if any of those guys end up being ready during the season and they get brought up, that'll yeah. that'll kind of bolster the Braves' run. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think it's going to be close. I think, like you said, they're they're 
there's no team in that division that is um, that stands out as a clear cut favorite. So I don't think it's any team's going to run away with it. I just oh, think the Braves are going to. Oh, I think I think the Mets are going to be terrible again because they're on paper the Mets look really good. But when has on paper mattered when you're dealing with the New York Mets? I mean that's fair. Yep. They, have one, they have one of the best, if not the best, pitcher in the league right now, and they can't even get him wins. So it's yeah. kind of hard. They're gonna they're gonna finish fourth in that division. Okay, I mean, and I, I think, think uh, I think they could win. They could end around five hundred. Is they, my point. Yeah, but that'll get you fourth in that division. Yeah, probably. no, I think I think there's um I think a f- there's going to be two teams that are five hundred. Um, I, the Nationals are going to be right around five hundred. I think yeah. as well. I think the Phillies will be a little bit above, and then I think the Braves will maybe win that game, win that division by under five games. It'll yeah, be I think I think the Braves and the Phillies will both be a, around seven to eight games over five hundred come the end of the season. Yeah, which I think that's fair. There's not a hundred game winner in that division. No, there's no way. There's a there yeah. there. You're looking at like at best. I think, I think ninety five. I think ninety three wins wins you the NL East this year. I agree. I think I think ninety three wins could win you the NL East this year. I agree. Uh, and the, where the, the other N- NL teams, the other NL have a couple teams I think could win a hundred games. Yeah, the NL West. I think I think the Brewers could absolutely push one hundred this year because Yelich or the play- Central. Yeah. In the central, Yelich yeah. is playing absolutely out of his mind. Yeah, they're good. They're going to be very good. Yelich is playing absolutely out of his mind right now. I think I think the Pirates are going to drop off because they're the Pirates, and I I'm going to enjoy the misery of at least one Pittsburgh pe- team being terrible. I th- yeah, I think they definitely get last. But the thing is, there'll be a last place team that has some ability that to like beat. Well, like, actually, to get a few wins. Well, actually, the Reds are terrible. So I mean, I, the Reds are going to be. I think the Reds are going to be better this year, honestly. Um, I would hope they can't be much worse than they were last yeah, year. Yeah, no, I think the Pirates coming last in that division. The Reds, um, they're not going to be good, but they'll be fine. They'll be a little bit below five hundred. But then the, the Cubs, will, the Cubs, Cubs will, Cardinals, Brewers is going to be just fun all season. That's going to be wins insanity that all year. That's what it's. Those three have the ability to maybe one of them win a hundred games. Yeah, but. They're going to be beating up on each other so much that it's going to be hard yeah, for one of them to get 100 wins. Or talk about a talk about a guy hitting moonshots. Did you see uh, Paul Goldschmidt's first homer yes. as a Cardinal? Yes. Oh boy, that was that had some that had some zip on it. That thing yeah. was gone. Yeah, definitely. That, that was a no doubter right off the bat. Yeah. But I think I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you get no because they'll beat up on each other. I wouldn't be surprised if you got two wildcard teams out of the Central. No, I, I I agree too. I think you could get. I think three teams can make the playoffs in that division. And then, and that's another one where you have a. Uh, that's another one where you have a game one sixty three. Say like the Cardinals play, uh, whoever, like whoever doesn't win the West out of the Dodgers and the Rockies. Yeah, I think the Dodgers are going to win that, but the Rockies are going to be good too. And then I think I think the Rockies will have to play. The third team in that West in a one sixty three. Either the Cubs or the Cardinals in a one sixty three. So we get we get two one sixty threes this year in each league, according to my predictions. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I don't. That takes out of a long season. It takes a pretty specific set of things to happen to get. So I'm not going to make that um, specific of a prediction. But I think all the team. I think we agree on all the teams that have the chance. Yeah, I think. I think our who actually wins differs a little bit because I think you picked the Braves to win the East. Yeah, that's. I think that might be the only one that we had. Yeah. Well, who's your who's your actual pick to win the West? The uh, the, the Dodgers? Dodgers. Yes, I think the Dodgers are going to win the West. See, I think the Rockies might take it. Okay. I think the Rockies might take it, and the, the Dodgers are right behind them, and they're they're fighting for, they're fighting for all the wild card. Like, it's going to be a, 
a brawl for the wild card spots, essentially between the West and the Central. Yeah, that's like, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think I think that's what you're going to get this year in baseball. And for for you Orioles fans out there, I know a few of you listen to the show. Uh, enjoy the ride of them being terrible, but every win feels so amazing, especially the rare occasions when they beat the. Uh, they're up 4-0 on the Yankees yeah, right man, now. Mancini just hit a home run. I love it. If uh, I'm like, enjoy the Yankee Red Sox wins because we get you get to have so much fun on Twitter when they do happen. Because Yankees fans get so salty. Honestly, at this point, enjoy any win because yeah. we're expected every game you go in expecting to lose. So when yeah. you actually win, it's like, hey, fun. I mean, that's the thing. You're gonna win 48 times maybe but you're one of the worst teams in the league that's the weird thing about baseball even some of the best teams in the league lose 60 times yeah i yeah i mean but it's just it's just a team it's weird to go into a season with zero expectations yeah which which is that's kind of like a load off the shoulders yeah so every win feels absolutely amazing especially when you have a four nothing lead on the yankees at yankee stadium (laughs) oh i'm gonna be laughing about that all day but that's going to do it for for uh, baseball. <laughs> we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, uh, we're switching it up. We're going to talk some NBA. We'll be right back right after this here on The Mashup. And welcome back to The Mashup. We are talking some NBA action coming down to the wire. Almost playoff time. It is. Some of the teams are uh, are locking in the tanks by sitting down some of their star players. Yeah. If you look at the Bulls lineup, it's just a mess. No Zach Levine. Yeah. No, no Larry Markkinen. Which is why I'm confused as to why. I mean, they've thought about – the Wizards have thought about resting Bradley Beal, but he's trying to go two seasons in a row with playing all 82, which I respect that. So. Yeah. As someone that's his first two seasons, he was injured all the time. He wanted to play. He wanted to get through all 82. I, so I, I respect that, but I want you to lose, and I want you to not get hurt. So I, I want because yeah. you want the best. You want the best chance possible at getting Zion. Absolutely, and with the the way the lottery works, it, the way the lottery, especially this season, is um, having the fifth worst record. You only have a four percent chance less of getting Zion than the Knicks do, who only won fourteen games this year. So because they they want to punish tanking the uh, yeah the they, top three teams get thirteen percent or fourteen percent. It's one of those two, and, and then, then it goes has, to yeah, and then it goes to ten or nine, and then it goes to and then it drops down like one percent the next four. So it's like even at at the eighth worst pick, you have almost uh you have a decent chance at getting the number one pick. So. Yeah, like it's it, it's. Because the process worked, everyone tried to rip it off, and and no one else, no one else did it correctly. Well, I mean, and they've made it almost impossible to do it correctly now. Yeah, because they they saw the exploit that Sam Hinkie used to yeah. make the process a thing. Yeah, and well, it's because I think everybody's learned that the worst thing to do in sports is to be mediocre. Yeah. If you're going to be bad, be really bad. If you're going to be bad, be awful. Yeah. Cause being mediocre helps nobody. You yeah. Don't, there's no lateral movement. I mean, it's all lateral movement. There's no mo- going up or down there. Unless you get really lucky and you get like a guy who totally slipped through the cracks. Yeah. Which when, that rarely happens. At least in the NBA. 
that so rarely happens in the NBA. That happens a lot in football. That happens a lot in baseball. That happens in hockey. But yeah, well, NBA is the sport where being mediocre is the hardest. Yeah, because you start five people, and um, so one player is essentially the difference. Can yeah. be the difference for your team. So when one maybe two guys. So when you're yeah really awful three years in a row like the Sixers did, they got three good players for that. Yeah, and. So well, they got they got Joel. So they got two good players and then some draft stock from the other players. Yeah, and they that got they drafted Markel Fultz. But um, Herlin's Noel, Jaleel Okafor. I'm sorry, Sixers fans, for bringing all these names up. Nah, Jaleel Okafor is a stud. Um, <laughs> but um, I love Jaleel. Uh, he's so good. Oh, uh, that one hurt. That one. I I only laugh so I don't cry. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be. Um, interesting to see how that the draft lottery is in May. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes because all these teams that have fought so hard to be bad, yeah, it's what it seems like. And they like the Knicks. I'd love it for the Knicks to win 14 games and then get like the sixth pick. <laughs> that'd be like that'd and, be so funny. And don't get any of the Duke three. No, they get Hunter from Virginia. After going after winning fourteen games, yeah. Let me let me look at the uh, let me look at the mock draft. Who who Zion is Zion? Just dunked on somebody, by the way. <laughs> oh, of course he <laughs> <you are. laughs> Who is uh, who is who is projected to go sixth? Last time I looked, I thought it was either that guy. It was the guy from Gonzaga from Gonzaga or Hunter from Virginia. Not twenty one oh nine. There we go. All right, NBA mock draft twenty nineteen. This was updated four days ago. Okay. Currently projected to go number sixth is in fact DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre, yep, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, the uh, the current top six is Zion, Morant, RJ, Hachimura from Gonzaga. Yeah, okay. Hachimura is going to be very good, I think. Yeah, White from North Carolina and Hunter from Virginia. Yeah. So and then Nasir Li- and rounding out the top ten, Nasir Little, Reddish, Bruno Fernando from Maryland. Yeah, and then- he's moved up. That he played really well in the tournament, that and then him up. Uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker from Virginia Tech rounding out the top ten. Yeah, and that that's a that right now that's projected to be the Lakers. That would be a great pickup for them. Get Nikhil Alexander Walker on the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, and whatever free agent they get, because they're going to get one. They're going to get at least one of them. Ugh. Yeah, but um, yeah, the that's what's it's going to be interesting to see where these people go, and um, like we've, right we've na- said a long time, the top. Five, six people are gonna get someone good. Yeah, and even even going down to ten, because yeah, I mean the, Reddish, who many people thought could have been a third, the third overall pick, he just hasn't gotten the touches and opportunities. He's been hurt for yeah. Duke. It, being on that Duke team has hurt his draft stock. But yeah. I mean, he he's a very talented player that could end up being a, the steal of this draft. Like as because he's gonna fall to, if he falls to eight, and whoever has the eighth pick picks him, and he plays like people thought he was gonna play at Duke. Then you got to steal at number eight. Yeah, or here's here's another one. Uh, Ty Jerome is projected to go twenty eighth. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. What? Yeah. And right now, that's projected to be the Warriors. That yeah. Uh, and then like another late first round pick would be Carson Edwards from last night uh, from um, from Purdue. Many people thought um, he played himself into. Many thought he was probably going to be a second round pick or something like that. He may have played his way into the late first round. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking for him right now. I can't actually find he, him. That, I mean, um, he, that was updated four days ago. He probably hasn't. Yeah, he's probably not on here. Um, Chris, uh, another interesting one. Chris Clemens is projected to go 47th. Yep. That's that'd be a steal. Yeah. Uh, Taco Fall 51st. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be some. Pl- I mean, and on some players that are 
only good in college. That's how that works. And the yeah. NBA is a different beast. But this is going to be a deep draft. This is a, where yeah, because any of those top ten teams are going to get someone good. And I think the top five people are going to get someone that would start next next oh, season. Yeah. The, the top five, because right now that's Williamson, Morant, Barrett, Hachimura, and White. Yes. They're all day one starters. Yes. And I think DeAndre Hunter is too. Yeah, probably. Depending on where he goes. Especially for his defense. His yes. offense isn't um, fully there yet. But especially in the NBA where many people don't talk about defense as much. Yeah. If you put him on a team that um, has some good guard play that can score the ball but just needs help on defense, he'll go defend that three for you. Yeah, that would be – and <laughs> it made me think of it uh, – because five and six right now is projected to be Atlanta. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they have two picks. They have two first round picks. Two yeah. top, essentially top seven picks. Yeah, and, and I, I was laughing so hard at this just as kind of a Maryland fan. Uh, the other night when Atlanta played Portland. Yeah, and it was Herder versus Layman. And Layman dunked so hard on Herder. Yeah, it was like this is Terp on Terp crime. I even quoted it and tweeted. Jake, you can't go killing your little brother like that. Yeah, it, um, I did see that. Which um, I didn't watch as much Maryland basketball when it was Herder, but I loved Jake Layman. Layman was Absolutely so much fun Jake to Lehman. watch. But um, yeah, I, that, speaking of that Hulk, the Hawks are going to be um, a team that may be good, really good in a couple years. They're going to turn it around real quick. Trey Young is playing out of his mind. Trey Young. And then John Collins is good. John Collins, Kevin Herter, whoever they have. And to- then they're about to get two top seven picks. Yeah. That'll probably start for them next year. Yeah. They're going to be young and talented. If they, if they leap at all. If they oh, leap. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If they leap up at all, they're, they're taking – Add R.J. Barrett to that mix? If they got R.J. and then they added Hunter to play defense for them because, like, yeah, they'd be a team. Or Hachimura. I think they might end up – you think they end up trading that second pick? Um, it depends what they get offered. Honestly, with the talent in this draft, I'd want to get two of those really good players. Yeah, I would. I would almost want to hold this year. I would almost want to hold on to first round picks. Yeah, hundred percent because you're going to get someone that's useful. Because even if your pick. Is is probably top twenty. You're still getting. Yeah, in NBA drafts in the past, if you after the lottery, you can you can trade away because it's you're not really going to get someone that's that helpful. Yeah. Especially because if you're in that later, if you're in that late of the round, you probably already have a pretty good team to begin with because you were in the playoffs. Unless so you players, have a, unless you have a rare like Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean, who obviously, slips, who slips, who totally slips through the cracks. Draymond, like obviously, these players fall, but. For the most part, the talent isn't there by the twentieth pick. This year no. it is. Yeah, this year, this year you're going to get a lot more talent late into the first round. Uh, yeah, I did just. I found Carson Edwards. He is projected to go forty fourth. Yeah, and a lot of people said that's gone up. In that, the last that's few gone days, up. So. Uh, I right now the forty fourth pick is projected to belong to the seventy sixers. So a lot, I ca- a lot of people said he was. That was the um, last. Last night, every, a lot of people on Twitter were saying he'd be a good fit to be a backup point guard there. Oh, he would fit in. So, and because, he could shoot threes. Yeah, a lot of people, like, he's not, his defense and his um pure, just, like, pure playmaking ability is um what's probably going to keep him from being a starter. But he could definitely be a good sixth man. Oh, I would love that. The way that. he scores the basketball. I would love that. He would he would fit in so well with that team, too. Yeah. He would he need would someone mesh, that can shoot a three, and that's he, what he does. He, he shoots would, a three. He would mesh really well with what the rest of the team has. Like that would be, I would be very okay with that. Who's the Who's the Sixers' first round? Hmm? Okay, I'll take that. Chris Wilkes is projected to be our uh, our first round pick. 
And for you, for the Wizards, it is, oh, God, Nasir Little. Yeah, that's. I really just hope that the – that's – if the lottery just gives us the number that we are right now. Yeah. That's so if you, hopefully the lottery give is my for, is dream for, would obviously be Zion, but I would even if they didn't get that and they got like three or four, I would love Hachimura. Oh, if you got Hachi, if the Wizards got Hachimura, good I would love because the guards they have, adding him to the guard play they have, an athletic big like that is exactly what John Wall needs. Yes. He's not gonna play next year, but John Wall has never had an athletic big man. No. He no. had Gortot. For his entire career, so. <laughs> Martian Gortat. Yeah, Woo! so having an athletic big is exactly what John John Wall would average like twelve, thirteen assists a game with an athletic big man that could finish. Yeah, that be that just be that just be unfair. Uh, but I, it's kind of weird. I've noticed that a few teams that have already locked up playoff spots are kind of slumping. Heading heading in, like that's typically how the NBA season goes. That, that it's is a true. long season, and once you set your once you get locked into that playoff spot, and you know. At this point, they already almost are set in their spot as well. Yeah, it's it's hard to keep focused because you know this doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, so. you're like you're for the other teams that for the bad teams that you're playing, they kind of want to lose. Yeah, S- especially this year, so they get a better shot at Zion. Yeah, and like if you look at it right now, uh, there are three spots left unclaimed in the Eastern Conference for the playoffs, and there are. And all eight spots in the West are locked up. Yeah, and the three in the East are just um, um, there's only like two other teams in the East that there, could like take them. There's from only them. there's only five there's five teams competing for three spots in the East. Yes, and they're pretty close. Looks like Detroit's pretty close to locking one up. Yeah. So uh, I mean, the it's just it's weird because in the NBA, it seems like. The regular it, people have talked about this a lot. The regular season doesn't mean that much. The regular season really, it really doesn't because you can just tell by the level of play. Yeah. Once the playoffs start, like the they regu- start playing defense. The regular season only matters to determine who you play in the first round of the because playoffs. Because the very rarely does do we get teams that I mean, we weren't I, expecting to make the playoffs and stuff like that in the NBA. I mean, I'd like the Sixers to hold on to that three because I want to avoid. The Celtics in the first round. Yeah, no, I think they've um, they would have to implode to not lock up that three at this yeah, point. Yeah, because they're they're a, they're four and a half up on the Celtics, so they would with and I think they're like three and a half up on the Pacers. They are uh, no same distance. Okay. Uh, Pacers and Celtics are both uh, twelve games yeah, back. It, I mean, I was I think you guys are going to end up playing Detroit in the yeah. first round. That's what I think too. Just looking at the standings and the Pacers, who have had such a good regular season, even without Aladipo, they're going to lose to the Celtics in the yeah. first round. Which I mean, it's just not fair. If Aladipo was there, I would give them a real good chance. If they had Oladipo, I think they could beat the Celtics. Yeah, but so I mean, I think the one, two, three, and five are the teams that are going to make make it in the East. Yeah, the West is a little harder to figure out because you have the Warriors, who are so good. And they're the only team in the West that I couldn't see losing in the first round. Yeah. I, I, I uh, could Denver's see, had such a good regular season, I could see them getting upset in the first round. I could see that. Now, I think they beat the Spurs. I think they do, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Spurs win. Pop is such a good coach, and they, uh, they have a decent team. Uh, I would. Pop's lost a step as he's gotten older. After, I think he just cares less is what it is. After he, he's gotten older, uh, after his wife died, he definitely understandably... Uh, took a step back a little bit. Uh, I think. I mean, 
the thing is with the squad, especially like you go to last year, the squad he had was not very good, and he still took them to another. Like last year, they weren't a good team, and he took them to the playoffs. Yeah, but I think I, I keep blanking on uh, his assistant coach's name, the uh, the woman. I'm totally blanking on her name. Yeah, I don't. I know who you're talking about. And I feel so I feel so bad because she actually is a really good coach. Yeah, and I I think he's kind of picked her as his successor already. I've seen that, but I think he's still got some years left. And if, if the, I've said this on the show before, if the Spurs don't pull the trigger on that soon, I want the Sixers to get her. Yeah, I mean, she's a good coach. She is. And, and if, if the Sixers did that, I would be thing so is, happy. I don't. The, from everything I've heard, I don't think that happens. Just because I think she also knows that she's been essentially handpicked to ascend, to, <laughs> to be the successor of the greatest coach of all time. But also, do you want? Do you want to be that? Do you want to be the one who follows the I mean, legend? If you get if you that's the honor that he that he yeah. has seen something in her to pick that. Yeah, I think it, I don't think she would run away from that. That is very true. That is very 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 true. But yeah, I think we'll we'll make our we'll make our playoff. We we won't make playoff predictions this week, but we'll we'll do that when we probably next week. Yeah. Actually, no show next week because we uh, neither of us will be in Lynchburg. Uh, I will not. Right? I, I won't either. Not not where you will be, but <laughs> for the same reason. Um, but yeah, I we'll we'll make we'll make our playoff predictions uh, the week the week after Mania. So that's going to do it for the NBA talk. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're talking some Overwatch. We'll be right back right after this here on the All matchup. Right. Welcome back in to the mashup, your number one source for sports, gaming, entertainment, and everything in between. Speaking of gaming, it's Overwatch time. <laughs> Overwatch League Stage One has wrapped Come up to a close, and your Stage One champions, the Vancouver Titans, an expansion Woo! team that runs the table in Stage One. I mean, they used to be called Runaway for a reason. <laughs> very true. Very, very, very true. They they ran the table in Stage 1 and took the Stage 1 playoffs. Uh, I, I don't know if this is good or bad for Overwatch League because it's like, oh, your established teams weren't actually all that good or your expansion teams are actually worth something. Well, There's... There is a fine line. I, I'd like to point out that like three of the established teams, London, the Gladiators, and... The Shanghai Dragons weren't together at the beginning of the season. It's very true. By the time they got all their pieces actually together and in the U.S., it was too late for them. Yeah, I'm. I'm in. I enjoyed London's Spitfire being terrible just for that sweet, sweet. Oh revenge. yeah, it was great. Sweet, sweet payback uh, after after finals <laughs> last year. After I don't even know what that was. I'd I'd still argue Profit is still not good, but Guard is most definitely better than Bird Ring. Yeah, Profit. Profit and Birdring are so overrated. Yeah, but I I enjoyed I enjoyed Vancouver's run. I'm a little disappointed that uh, Fusion dropped out the shock, but thank okay the shock though. Yeah, that that too. <laughs> they were terrible last year. I don't know where they came from. Well, here's the thing. Remember last year the shock was built not for season one. They were built for season two. They were built for season two. Now that Sinatra's had time with the team, now Sinatra's actually playing with the team. Yeah, plus a few other pickups. I can't remember off the top of my head. The shock look. Great, and I mean they yep. took Vancouver to five games. Yeah, two, the shock no, looked, all seven. That's right. The shock looked really good, and I, I'm, 
uh, one of the uh, I forgot who it was. If I don't remember if it was if it was I think it was Tucker. Yeah, it was it was Tucker. It wasn't Joe. Uh, after the fusion lost to Shock, he said, uh, "GG Shock, uh, well played." Stage two, here we come, and uh, goats. I can't say I'm gonna miss you. And it's like oh, I, th- yeah. I think that last sentence just summarizes what every Overwatch player has felt for like the last <laughs> nine months. It's just like okay, I'm yeah, I'm I'm sick of playing I'm, this, especially as a, a DPS player myself. Like I I despise goats. When comp. you get the casters themselves saying "Welcome to goats," we hate it too. <laughs> yeah, you, you know there's an issue. You need to do something about it. You need to buff Reaper. Uh, I think Baptiste, now that I've played him, his healing surge has such a long cooldown that it's not going to be viable. It's not going to be viable for goats, but it will be viable against goats. It'll be very viable against goats, but it won't It won't be viable to have him replace Lucio because it has such a long cooldown. Right, and the main thing, speaking of Lucio, the nerf is the speed boost nerf. So yeah. he himself has more speed while riding, which is fine. Which is good for him because I like him. He doesn't... Yeah. That's I, great, but... I like running him in dive comp, because running him in dive comp is fun. Yes, but now running him in dive comp is... Running him in a legitimate dive comp and not a goat's comp is going to be easier, because yeah. and the Lucio speed boost is used as that initial movement for dive. Oh, yeah, when when you go in, and when you go in and you quick play, and people are playing 2-2-2 two, two, two again, it's like you got a... You got a Baptiste and a Mercy. It's like, mm, I'm I'm a fan of this. I mean, I play on console, so it's a little different. You don't have as many people, and I'm not high enough level on PlayStation to actually play in competitive, so I don't have people running goats all the time. But I'm so glad it's dead. I I, I didn't like watching it. No, it, it got boring because every, every team fight team went fight, the same yeah. way. I mean, literally every team fight pretty much was oh uh, your Reinhardt has died your team is losing it's like and every every team fight is uh, I'm gonna butcher the Russian here or if you're yeah. if she's on your team fire at will and then Zarya, yeah. nerf this it, it Zarya Diva combo that's literally all you ever heard I it mean was, it was and occasionally that's and occasionally pass into the iris that, that was yeah. every team fight it was just Zarya Diva Zen that was every team fight, and occasionally, and occasionally a Lucio Walt in there. Why too. do you think Chengdu was the most liked team in the Overwatch League? Because they made it a point to because not run goats. They didn't run goats. It was fun to watch them. And I'm glad it's dead because I get to see Carpe on Widowmaker again. Oh my gosh, this is going to be a huge change for so many teams. So I not get, only I get Carpe see, on Widowmaker, I get to see Carpe on Widowmaker. I get to see EQO on Hanzo. Oh, getting I'm getting to watch maybe AKM on Soldier 76 yeah. again. Uh, Pine playing McCree. Oh my gosh, they can actually play Pine this time. Yeah. They didn't play, Um, New York Excelsior did not play their arguably best player in uh, Pine the entire stage one. Poco playing D.Va the right way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Boombox on Zen, that's fine. He's one of the best Zens in the world. Uh, Oh yeah, but he can actually play Lucio now. Yeah, outside of Jonak. Um, Alarm being able to do more with the league team on Ana. Oh yeah. Or, not Alarm, uh, Elk. Elk. Wrong guy. <laughs> Alarm still with uh, with uh, Uni. Uh, like I am, I am so pumped for this. Yeah, this will, and I mean, I am not personally a Houston fan, but I it was it, it, it will be so much better for them because they was were so saddening watching Houston this stage because they can't play they goats. Don't, they don't. Yeah, they don't have a Brigitte player. They can. 
Yeah, you can have someone, you can have one of your DPS players play Zarya. That's not too big of an issue, but none of your DPS players can play Big E. Yeah, that, and it's it's a, and Dallas's DPS player, if you follow him on Twitter, uh, Zachary, uh, he hated playing her. Oh, yeah. He did because he had to, but he absolutely hated it. Like, every every It'll, other tweet from him is just like, oh, screw you, goats. Yeah, it. Houston will look better. You can actually, I mean, I think I said this last time I was on the show. You put Linkser on Widowmaker and he gets a 4K in 10 seconds. Yes, and it's really fun to watch. Yes, it is fun to watch. You get amazing moments. You put I saw AKM on Widowmaker when Dallas played Soul and he got a 4K in 10 seconds. I mean, yeah. it's just it's, it's just it's fun. Gonna be, it's hype. It's going to be so much more fun to watch than uh, the men who stare at goats. Uh, but we, we gotta we gotta blow through this quick because I want to get to our WrestleMania predictions. But uh, Defron. Retired uh, after a month. Poor guy. He got well. He got so tilted against Fusion in the in the playoffs. He got so okay. ridiculously tilted. I, I think it was the front. No, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, pay attention to the point. Yeah. So I think you saw that clip I sent where you know mm-hmm. Neptuno back capped the point yep. alone. Yep. Because Atlanta De- didn't have anyone back there. Yeah, because and Defron got so ridiculously tilted. Like, did you see his attempt to trash talk? Like, Poco said something on Twitter, and he just replied, "You are trash." It's like, yeah, that's your that's, attempt to trash well, talk. I'd argue that's always been how Defron is. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why he's liked. It's kind of that same Tyler One idea. Yeah, it's very it's, similar. And I don't. He's he's definitely a really good player. And he's sticking with the rain. He's going to be a sponsored streamer now. Which I appreciate. It's just it's part of the rain organization, which I think is good. He won't get he won't get as or his tendency to get super ridiculously tilted won't yeah will actually will actually help him because it'll get him more views on Twitch instead of hurting his team in a professional play setting. Right. But now my only question is who's Atlanta's new DPS player going to be? I have no idea. And. I don't think I think Atlanta's gonna have um, Toronto syndrome, which is Toronto didn't have a, an identity. Yeah, this that, this last that's probably gonna the same thing's probably gonna happen to the rain. Yeah, but I, the, uh, the I mean you have Dogman. Don't get me wrong, Dogman yeah, is still really the best, good. and it's it's still like Dogman is probably the most underrated Zenyatta in the league right now. Yeah, but and then, I don't know why you put Kodak in. But then there's this: the story dropped this week, and I was hyped. Oh yeah, a fifty million dollar arena on Broad Street, home of the Philadelphia Fusion. Oh man, let's this go! It is looks it is amazing. on Broad Street. It's right next door to Xfinity Live. That one psychologically to the Philly fan that is sending a message. Oh yeah, that is sending a very strong, very clear message that no, these guys belong. Oh yeah, and that's I'm happy. I'm actually really happy to see that because for quite a while the only centers of esports in North in well not necessarily North America but in the U S are Atlanta, are Atlanta and LA. California. It's nice to have one in the Northeast. Right. It's nice to have another one. So that I already know how to get to. Yes. <laughs> I already know how to get there. I know exact like in my mind I can picture exactly where this place is going to be in two years when it opens. And, and oh, I am hyped for this. The black and orange that the you see on the picture just so looks good. 
it, it's always looked good. The black and orange has always been one yeah. of my favorite team colors in it, the Overwatch League. But on a building, mm-hmm. oh, it looks so good. And I love, I love the fact that in the design plans, they're actually going to have like shout outs to the other Philadelphia teams. That that'll be cool. Which they kind of already do. Like they've had Gritty show up at games. Yeah. They've had Gritty go to the Fusion House, which I thought was hilarious. Him and Fraggy like had the stare down. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm the hairy one here. Get out. <laughs> hey, hey, yes. Reject Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster's creepy cousin. I'm the one with the crazy beard here. Get out. <laughs> like that stare down was amazing, and Gritty just walks in the house anyway. Oh, that was so good. The entire Philadelphia team is just a, is just a character. Oh, I yeah. I love watching this team. I can't wait till they come home because they are. In their first season, most of these guys had been to Philadelphia once. Right. And they are so quintessentially Philly. Mm-hmm. None of, like last year, not a single player on that team was American. Oh, yeah. Not a single player on that team was American. Was great. Yet they were so quintessentially Philadelphia. It was absolutely glorious. I, I still remember last year during the Super or it was, yeah, it was last year during the Super Bowl, Philadelphia and Boston had a watch party. Had a watch party. And that was, I mean, this Philadelphia team is just a, a character. I can't, I Poco can't. Poco had his treehouse in the backyard yes. or whatever it was. Oh, I, I can't wait for them to come home. And uh, I, I want the uh, I want the opinion of someone who's not part of this. Colby, what do you, what do you think about this? A $50 million arena sharing a parking lot with Citizens Bank Park, Wells Fargo Center, and Lincoln Financial Field. It's just for this team. It's just for them, yeah. It is Fusion Arena. Is it the only one of the, like... U.S. teams that's gonna. It's the well, only well. Everyone, it's the only team right now that has it guaranteed. I every, think Atlanta and New York will have one. Most likely. Atlanta and New York will more than likely have one. Everyone's moving to their home markets for next season. Uh, the Fusion are just the first one to have an arena specifically for them. Right. Because Atlanta already. will have whatever that giant stadium that was just built in Atlanta is. Yeah. It's um, an interesting um, precedent to set. For it to show that just not the normal sports are yeah. be, to be taken seriously. And I think I think Comcast is fronting most of the bill for this. Like, the city is not, is like barely paying. This will be great. Well, it's, it's like the 2K League, how they're trying to become really, yeah. be, be taken seriously and stuff like that. So, I, I mean, I, it's a big I, step. I have some bones to pick with the 2K League because I feel like that is maybe the one where people shouldn't use gamer tags. And should just use their real names. Which one is yeah, the 2K League? Good. NBA 2K? Yeah, yeah it's the NBA okay. 2K League. Like, that's one yeah. I feel like that... Any of the sports simulation games, I feel like you should just use your real name instead of using your gamer tag. Yeah. And everything else, go ahead and use your gamer tag. Like it is Yeah, it has been interesting with this making me think about it, watching how much esports has evolved in the past few years even. Because you had E League being the first actual televised yeah. event. And now it's and now grand finals for Overwatch League last year were on ESPN. And, we'll and be this on, one was on Disney XD. And we'll be on ESPN again this year. Actually this one was on ABC actually even. And, and it got bumped. It did. It got bumped because of the Mueller report. Oh, okay. It got bumped off ABC because of the Mueller report. Yeah, uh, that, that kind of sucks. But it did go really long. Yeah. I will admit that. It did it, go really did long. Go really long. <laughs> but, all right, uh, we don't actually have time to take yep. one, one last break, so we're just going to roll right into it. It is WrestleMania season. It is. One more week. And you, you lucky jerk, <laughs> are going to be there. Yes, I am. And at, you're going to be at TakeOver on Friday. On Friday night, I will be at TakeOver, which also has a stacked card. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, but we're just going to we're just gonna roll right in. We're going to start with TakeOver and do our TakeOver New York predictions. Yeah. And let's, 
Let's just, I'll just pull up the card so I make sure I have everything. Yep. Uh, takeover New York. There's I believe there's five matches on this card. Yes. M- much like every takeover. Okay. So War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe versus Alistair Black and Ricochet for the tag team titles. Yes. Oh my god, they're all title matches. Yeah. Pete Dunne versus Volter for the WWE UK title. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, two out of three falls for the NXT. Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle for the North American. And Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kyrie Sane in a fatal four-way for the NXT women's match. Uh, this, how it's listed on Wikipedia is definitely not how this card is going to no. be ordered. The will- interesting thing about this is I think all five matches are almost like toss-ups. There, I don't. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure about any of them. Yeah, I I really don't know. I'm gonna. We'll start with the tag match. Uh, I think because I think this is Alistair Black and Ricochet's goodbye to NXT. Yeah, I don't think they win this match because they're going to be on the main roster after Mania anyway. Like they're they're full time main roster after Mania. Yes, which is weird because they've already debuted and had a pay per view match. Yeah, no, I mean it's where they belong though. So. Yeah, I don't think they have to win this match for and, everyone to love them. So. And Vince Vince has actually seen something in them. I don't know how or why, but I enjoy it because I really like both of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting I'm waiting for Alistair to turn. Yeah, um, because Ricochet is clearly a face and he's never going to... Ricochet cannot turn heel. No. Ricochet cannot turn heel because you cannot have a moveset like he does and be a heel. Yeah. It, it just would not work. Yeah. Um, so, so I yeah, think, I think, and I think it just hasn't been long enough for Rowan Hansen. No, yeah, they, I think they're going to win that match. They won in January. There's no way. I, I think they're dropping them yet. I think Dunn wins his match. I, mm, mm, I don't think so. You think you think he's going to lose that title? I, I think, don't know. I just I just don't see him losing that title still because I think NXT Germany is not that far off. Okay, and I think. This is how you legitimize it, is you have a guy beat Pete Dunne and take the UK championship to Germany, and you... Oh, I just got an idea. This okay. is this is how you start the War Games feud. That's fair. This is how you... And you do the, you do the 2017 War Games format. Yeah, where no, it's, I understand. Where it's three teams of three yeah. instead of two teams of four. And you have NXT US, NXT UK... NXT Germany. Yeah. Led by whoever the NXT champion is and like the tag team champions. Okay. Yeah. Uh the NXT or the UK champion, the UK tag champs, Volter and the German champion. And the- Yeah, which is why I don't I think Pete Dunne is going to keep it, honestly. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I just um I mean, he's the longest reigning champion in the company and it He's just so good. Yeah. I, Every match he has is beautiful. And I, I don't think, and that's, you got a good point, because I think it is time for him to drop it, but I don't think they're going to put the UK title on a non-Brit just yet. Yeah, that's that's my point. I don't think. Because Walter is, is German, and I think, but I think this match is how you kickstart NXT Germany. Yeah, that, no, that's fair. I think it's going to be a very good match as always. I just think Pete and, Dunn holds on. And fantasy booking this out, I think you get an insane NXT versus NXT UK versus NXT Germany War Games match. I could see that happening. In, in November. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. I don't know what you do with the rest of the card because your champion and your tag champs from all three brands. They find out ways. Would be. I, I mean, it's only a five match card. 
usually. Yeah. So you have you a could, women's. You could have you can a have couple all, other feuds. You could have all three women's matches. Uh, you could have all three women's titles on the line if if NXT Germany is a thing, and do like do let and the North American and War Games. There you go. There's your uh, there's your yeah. War Games card. Um, for the main one, the my biggest question. That's the one that is straight up a toss. I don't know if it's gonna, I'm going to go with Johnny or um, – well, I think I'm going to go Adam Cole for oh, this I was, one. I was going to say save this one, but – Oh, I'm sorry. I just – I want to get to the Mania yeah. predictions. Uh, I, I'm going to go – I'm going to go Johnny because I think it's his time. It's, okay. I, it's a shame that it's not against Ciampa, but you can't really do anything about injuries. Yeah, I can say that, but the fact that they've been – they for before Champa got hurt, he was on the main roster too with them. It was very weird. Yeah, I think they he can lose, and then they still have him. They kind of kind of weed him into the main I, roster a little bit more. I think with Champa gone now, I think he gets a, I think he gets a little bit of an NXT Championship run. I think he finishes out the year as NXT Champion. Okay, drops it at uh, Houston next year because that's already confirmed the location, and then. That's his official like 100% main roster time. Okay. After. No, yeah, this one I I wouldn't be surprised either way, honestly, because I think they're the two biggest and, names they have. So uh, North American, I think I think Dream is not long for NXT. No, I agree with that as well. Uh, I think, and I hate that they're they've been playing hot potato a little bit with the North American lately, but so much talent has held the North American. Yeah, I don't really care about Hot Potato as long as you get good matches with it and it's not just straight back and forth. Yeah, if you're playing Hot Potato with different people... Yeah, no, I'm okay with that. Yeah, because like, because that is more... Instead of two guys just constantly fighting over it, it's making the title seem important because everyone wants it mm-hmm. and they're all giving their all to go get it. So you have Riddle? I have Riddle taking this I have one. Riddle as well. I have Riddle taking this one, and Dream makes his main roster debut on Tuesday. I'm okay with that. You think he's going to be on SmackDown? I yes. think he would be great on SmackDown. He would be so Please good. Please don't go to Raw. Be, no. Um, <laughs> no, Raw would ruin him. Yeah, um, and he then would, for the women's, I also think that's a toss-up. I'm, I'm going to give this one to Shirai. Yeah, it's I'm going to – Belair. Because I think she's another one who's not long for NXT. You think she's going to get the call up soon? And I think um, Kyrie Sane's getting called up. Yeah, I do too. That's why I'm. So giving I don't it, think she's winning. That's why I'm I, it's it, between those two for me. That's why it, I'm giving it to Shirai because yeah. rumors I've heard are the four horsemen of of MMA are going to reunite on the main roster now that all four of them are heels. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. But yeah, I, so Shayna needs to drop that title. No, I think she's definitely not winning this. And then yeah. I think Kyrie Sane's going to the main roster. I think it's between those two. I think Bianca eats the pin. Do you? I think Bianca eats the pin, so you protect Shayna. Uh EO's not gonna pin Kyrie. Yeah. And that's fair. I think I think EO has a nice long run as NXT women's I mean, champion. She's great. So. She's so good. She's so good. And now Mania. Yes. This seventeen match card. Good. Lord, WrestleMania 35. Pull this card up real quick. We know a few of the matches, but uh, let's save the big three for the end. Okay. So here we go. The entire card. That of I don't think on the I don't think the entire card has even been announced yet. The honestly. entire card has not been announced. So we're just so, going to go with the 14 that we have. Yes, there and there will probably be at least two more added, maybe three. Yes. Okay. So uh, we're we're gonna skip the battle royals because they're way too hard I, to pick. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so only like standard matches. Yeah. Uh. So uh, I hate the way this is ordered on Wikipedia. Okay, here we go. 
Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese for the cruiserweight title. I am going to go Tony Nese. You think it's time for Buddy Murphy to give it up? Um, I think on this stage, they like to um, wait to make the cruiserweight championship because they're always good matches. It's probably going to be in the pre-show once again, which sucks. But um, it's going to be an insane match, though. I think you have to have both pre. We haven't had a title change of the cruiserweight championship at Mania. We had where it was neither vacant it was a vacant one and someone won and then we had um neville retain against austin aries i think there's gonna be a title change here i think it'll be a bigger story if the title changes yeah especially since uh the last episode of 205 live buddy murphy did kind of lay out tony niece yeah usually if the formula that normally works goes the person who ends up on top going in on the go home well that's not the the go home shows this tuesday but still once again i think tony niece is gonna win yeah, I think I think Tony Nese wins this one. Uh, Triple H and Batista in a no holds barred. If Triple H loses, he must retire. Um, I was gonna say Batista until that stipulation was added. Yeah, because because they're never gonna set in stone that Triple H can't have a match anymore. Yeah, I think this. Is, I think Batista. I think Triple H is gonna win. But it, it's no holds barred, so it's dirty. Doesn't really matter. I think it's yeah. gonna be some way that. It's going to set up an even longer feud, honestly. And I think they could go to maybe SummerSlam yeah, where, I'd be okay with that. where Batista ends up on top. But I think where that stipulation was added, they added that stipulation just so Triple H could get the win, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Yeah, I still think – I don't see how John Cena doesn't take his spot in that. I yeah. just don't see that. But. Because – and. If that does happen, that needs to be the final burial of Baron Corbin, WWE. Yeah, no. He's not good. Yeah, he's... And the fact that they made that announcement like anyone cared was very disappointing. Yeah. because It was either a swerve or they very overestimated how much people care about Baron Corbin. No, people boo him really loud because he's terrible. I mean, any publicity is good publicity. You know what they say. Any heat's good heat. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Falls count anywhere. The Miz. Yeah, Miz. You They're... can't turn Miz face and then have him lose to, to Shane, Shane McMahon. <laughs> so, and I think Shane's doing great as the heel in this. Yeah. The Miz, once again, tremendous whatever he does. Yeah, he it's... got he got beat up by Sanity last it's gonna, time out. It's going to be fun, and I think The Miz wins that. He's going to get a big pop. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. This is a hard one. Yeah, this is the, this it's, is the first tough one. It's a very hard one, and I think I'm going to go with... Um, man, this is so hard. This is a toss-up. I think I might go Randy Orton. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna. I think because you need you need a couple heel wins. Yeah, but I, and it can't be all feel good. And with my championship picks later, you'll I think yeah. it's gonna be very heavily to feel good. So yeah. you're gonna I think Randy Orton's gonna catch him on like a phenomenal form RKO yeah. something oh, like they that. They need to have that spot. In this yeah, match. it's gonna be a phenomenal form RKO, and it, I think it'll be a good match because um Randy Orton. Can have very good matches. He's very underestimated or underrated. He just has to care. And I think he and does he care. does in this feud. We've seen it in his promos. Oh yeah, that was such a good promo. When he, when Randy Orton cares, he is an elite professional wrestler. Yeah, he is he one is. of the best in the world. But it's just whether he cares or not. Yeah, so. I, I think we're gonna give this one to Randy. It's probably dirty just so this. Feud... I think the feud can go on again until it can last through a couple of those SmackDown uh, or a couple of those lower tier pay per views. Yeah, I could see this carrying to like Money in the Bank or something. Yeah, easily. Um, um, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title. See, I think other people get added to this this coming Tuesday. Yeah, I do. Too. I think at least at least Amis gets added to it, or Andrade. Sorry, you can call him Amis, and um, maybe r Truth. 
maybe, which <laughs> I love our truth. So I would the, the Deadpool of WWE. I would not care if our truth got added to that, but I'm making this pick assuming Andrade gets added. I think Andrade wins the match because technically he's a heel. So it wouldn't be a feel good moment. Yeah. But also it kind of is because everyone loves him. Yes. So yeah, he's uh, and, and or I wouldn't be mad if it would be kind of rude for Joe to finally get his first championship and then lose. Yeah, but I think I think Joe retains. Okay, um, I could definitely see that. Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor for the IC title. This is another one where you better do the right thing. Uh, uh, Demon Finn is going to pin Bobby Lashley in under a minute. <laughs> prediction. Yeah, I, especially with a seventeen match card, you have to have some quick ones. And yeah. when he comes out as the Demon, that's a good reason to have a quick one. Yeah, that's 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 good reason to get the big pop for the Demon coming out for him getting the IC title back. And for the love of God, WWE, if Finn. If Finn is your IC champion, let him have it for a little while. Absolutely. Let him carry it until SummerSlam. Yeah. Please. Maybe longer. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, easy. This, this one is so easy. Roman Reigns. Dan it. Dan it. He's not losing in his first <laughs> he is mania not lo- after coming back from leukemia. He's there is not. no way he's losing his first singles match after I think coming back from that. He can kick that. out of anything he wants. I don't care. He's winning this match. He can kick out of five Claymores. Yep. And he probably will. And that's okay with me. He will probably kick out of five claymores. Okay. Now we're getting into some of the title matches. The Boston Hug Connection versus the Divas of Doom versus the Iconics versus Nia Jax and Tamina. I think the Iconics win. I think it's between two. Um, the only It's between three. The only ones I don't think could win are Nia and Tamina because that would just piss everybody off, honestly. Yeah, that would make everyone so because angry. Because no they're the only one that no one likes. Yeah. I, um, I could see Beth Phoenix and Natalia winning. I could see... Sasha and Bailey, because of what could happen at the end of the show with all the four horse women of yeah. WWE having their titles, but I think the Iconics win because they're a heel and we need some heel victories on the show. So. Yeah, I would, I would be a, and I think you get the, I think you get the Sasha heel turn. Yeah, I can see that, and then you can, you can have the if, um, maybe a pin of. Nia um, Jax. and Tamina. Yeah, so that means Beth Phoenix and Natalia can still fight for it later. Yeah, you have. I say you have like you have like Peyton Royce pin Nia Jax. I'd be totally yeah, one hundred percent. I think the Iconics win that though. Yeah, uh, and now the big three. Yes, and I'm ready. <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. This is the match I am the most excited about, and if the correct thing doesn't happen in this match, I will walk out of MetLife Stadium. Kofi Kingston has to win this match. Yes, Kofi. Like with the story they've been telling, Kofi Kingston has to win. Legitimately, I will be done watching if Kofi loses this match. Yeah. It will I, be ridiculous and it will make me very upset if yeah. Kofi doesn't win this. Yeah, that yeah, Kofi needs to win. It'll be the most excited I will ever be as a fan of the WWE and I will be so happy to watch him win it live. Honestly. Yeah. I will go crazy. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, please. Please WWE, please I am begging. I saw something on Twitter. No, this is the crazy thing that this is one of the big three that coming in, everyone thought was pretty clear cut. And now it's seeming like as last year where everyone thought Roman was going to beat Brock. They better not do it again. Because everyone's saying they can't have three three championship matches be all face, happy, happy. I don't know. You You can can separate them enough to where. It is WrestleMania. Give me the feel good. Yeah, exactly. I do not want Brock Lesnar leaving MetLife as the champion anymore. I. I want, I want a broken and battered 
Brock Lesnar walking out without Paul Heyman, without the title. I want him leaving in a heap. I hope he somehow like beats up Paul Heyman so that Paul Heyman's not bought leaves or whatever. So it's just him out there, and then he gets destroyed, and he's yep, and he doesn't have that belt. Like WrestleMania 19 treatment. Just I don't care if it's a squash. Like he Seth Rollins counters out a one f five, kicks him in the gut. But that's the thing as well. Brock can give us a good match. He's done it. He against these smaller guys when he cares. Once again, he just cares about a f- about five percent of the time. Yeah. But when he does, it's very good. And I hope he gives Seth a good match. And I hope Seth beats him. Yeah. Because uh, if once he if he does, I'm buying that Beast Slayer shirt. Yeah. If he doesn't, I'm canceling my network subscription. <laughs> and, that's how I feel about Kofi. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat on that one. But it's like, if if uh, if Brock retains, all elite. I'm all yours. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I am 100% They wonder why Raw ratings are down, and it's because of you don't have a championship. Yeah, you don't have a world title. It doesn't have, it, it should be there every week. It doesn't have to be defended every week. It doesn't even have to be defended at every pay-per-view. It just has to show up. We should know where that person is. If he there should be, if he's not there, there should be a reason. It shouldn't be he shows up once every four months. Yeah, no. No. For the love of God, WWE, get that title off of Brock, and for all I care, get a new belt. Yeah, no, I, I think I've seen a couple things saying they might get a new belt. The the belt the belt design I've seen is amazing. Yeah, it, it looks like the the old big gold eagle, but it says Universal Champion. If, yeah, like Brock can keep the red belt for all I care. It's tainted. Give Seth a new one. Yeah, and then the main for event the, for the main event. Uh, I've seen a new belt come into play with the main event as well. Yeah, because now we just don't know the stipulation for that yet. Which I is, this be easier to pick uh, like full on after tomorrow after tomorrow i think i think this is going to be title unification i think that's what it is too which the way they treated oscar last week it has to be for a reason yeah they, that like that was brutal that was honestly that made me very upset yeah how they treated oscar oscar is too good for that and if they're not going to make this a unification there was no reason for charlotte to take the belt from oscar yeah. you can like unify the women's title because really your women's division right now is not actually deep enough to sustain. I I thought three that titles. when the brand split happened, that there are only going to be three competent women on each side, and that's going to make the women's championship seem seem redundant. Yeah, so reunifying the title is totally fine by me. Yeah, it'll make the and it, Raw would be better because you'd have more women segments because all the women are on both shows. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm a hundred percent okay with that. I don't like how they did it with Oscar. That's no. rude. But I think Becky walks out as the unified women's champion. WWE women's champion. And that is that is the only right choice. Yeah. That is the only right choice. I'm also seeing things that are saying that now this one could be the one that people, like, since we don't get three happy endings, that this could be the one, which this is the one that back at SummerSlam, everyone was saying, okay, well, that means Becky's going to win the championship yeah. at WrestleMania. So I think Becky still wins it. Um I love what Ron has been doing as a heel because it's made it's made so many people angry. Oh yeah, and I love it. Even the even it makes people people that think they they're like, oh, I don't like when she says this and that. That's not how it is. Well, good, she's making you angry, and that's what she's supposed to do. She's a heel. That's her job. Yeah. But WWE, you better do this right because double or nothing is coming. Yeah, and honestly, I don't understand. Vince just needs to understand if he gets Kofi, Seth, Becky, right. 
no one's going to care what happens the rest of the show. Yeah. You can do your crazy, stupid Vince booking the rest of the show. If you get those three right, people are going to be happy. Shane can beat The Miz. I don't care if Nia Jax and Tamina are SmackDown tag teams or, or women's champions if Kofi Kingston is the WWE champion, Becky is the women's champion. Yeah, because you know the two of them aren't going to hold it for very yeah, long. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. You have me. I'm sold if you do those three things correctly. If you get those, I'll, I'll be a little mad if Bobby Lashley retains IC. But yeah, I mean, because he's not so to the point where there are three that if you get them right, I honestly I can't complain after those three. No, because because I I will still buy that B Slayer shirt if Seth wins. But that is going to do it for this episode of the mashup. Thank you for listening. Like I said, no show next week since. Uh, Colby and my mania, my mania plans will uh, take us from Lynchburg for, in your case, the entire weekend. For me, the yes. entire day. I will not. I will be in New York. Don't rub it in. <laughs> <sighs> and, I'll send you pictures. Oh, God. Oh that'll gosh. make it so much worse. <laughs> but thanks for listening. We will be back in two weeks. We'll, uh, thanks for listening to this episode of The Mashup. See you next time.